0: All right, it's Friday on the Robert Scott Bell Show. How did we get here? Feels like it went fast. Is it is it just me? The week has gone by. Anyway, thanks for being here. Please share the show, robertscottbell.com slash listen. Join us in the chat room. We have been tagged and banned on uh, Facebook once again. We're in Facebook jail for probably three days, so folks that are normally watching us on Facebook Live, you might want to message them that they because they're not seeing this right now. And uh, we will have a healing party, with or without them. And uh, Dr. Sean centers is going to join us in the first hour. We're going to preview a little bit more of the autism one conference. I hope you plan to attend in uh, Mesa, Arizona. That's August 18th through the 21st. And we're specifically talking to now physicians, you need CMEs every year. Why not join us at autism one to get them? Dr centers will bring that up as well. Microbiome discussion, uh, lawsuits in regards to uh, COVID jab mandates. Some have completed and some have been settled. This is interesting as this push is going on through the courts. Uh, Let's see, new condition, COVID, oh no, after COVID, chronic disease. Half of young kids, young adults in the U.S. have chronic disease. Is that all? And more bacterial issues. So we got to get beyond the germ theory, but we got to understand the role of germs in protecting us and helping us and healing us as opposed to being the cause for disease. You up for that? I am. Join me next as we start the Robert Scott Bell show right about now.
1: The Robert, Scott, the Bell Robert show. Scott Bell show.
0: All right. Thank you for being here. As we head into the weekend, the Robert Scott Bell show begins right about now. And we have Dr. Sean centers joining us a heart centered, uh, focused healer, a medical physician in a moment. Uh, and we want to talk a little bit more about the Autism One Conference, especially if you are a physician and you need CMEs. Uh, some of them are called CEUs when you're dealing with other professions, but uh, whatever you call them, CE continuing education credits. Uh, I want you to know about it. We want to see you there. Uh, that's coming up. Uh, also, uh, as we start today's show, I, I, I want to hearken back to um, you know I've said recently and many times over the years how healing—it's it, not necessarily one thing. And it's not that it, it happens and then it's over and then there's no more healing needed. You know, in my journey back to health from a chronically ill, pharmaceutically grown child to being in my mid-50s as far as this body, as far as it, how long it's been on this planet at this in this time, uh, recognizing that there are always challenges, even though I've overcome some tremendous challenges from my young years, it doesn't mean that we're without them and we never have challenges, we never get sick or whatever it is called. Uh, and, you know, I've been uh, somewhat forthright about the journey we've been on with my wife and her trigeminal neuralgic pain that was caused by uh, dental extractions gone wrong and the damage to the nerve. And, uh, you know, she knows very well with her background in, in you know, chiropractic, etc., cetera, uh, what has occurred. Yet, uh, through all the years that we've done so many things from allopathic medicine, including the hard narcotic drugs as prescribed by doctors uh, and even other things just because look, when you have nothing that seems to be t- touching it, you go, all right, allopathic medicine, can it help us? And you know, those things didn't help. And all the things that we've talked about in terms of, uh, botanicals, uh, hemp, CBD, Kratom, and they've taken the edge off of a lot of the, uh, the anxiety that makes it worse, maybe arguably a little bit of the pain reduction, but not fully, certainly not significant on an ongoing basis. And I watched my wife over the 11 plus years now and say, Could I suffer through what she suffered through and and be alive today? And, you know, to her credit, you know, because of me and the kids and, you know, she's not given up yet at the same time, how many of you have been through or have been to that point where you say, I'm dealing with something and I'm not getting better or it's not enough. And I, and I feel like I've tried everything. There's nothing more. And oftentimes I brought up, uh, like parents would come to me with their kids that had Attention deficit, just to go mild for the moment, not not fully into the autism spectrum, and they're on Ritalin, for instance, and and maybe they're not coming to me at that point. Maybe it's just a conversation that happens, and I happen to bring up, hey, you know, I happen to be a homeopath, and these are some things that I, you know i I could do, and they stop me. It's like, no, I don't want to hear it. I've done everything, nothing works. So I I I, I switch to drug Ritalin, for instance, just just an example, and I say, well, have you tried, you know. I name a number of things. Have you tried this? No. Have you tried this? No, Never heard of that. Have you tried this? No. but they they say they've tried everything. Now, saying that you've tried everything is if you really mean it to the point where you're not open to any other possibilities or discussions of something you haven't tried is an admission of I give up, and I don't mean it in a good way. I say in a bad way, I give up, though I'm not making a judgment on people who have given up and have left this world because it's just too much. There are times like the pain is too severe, et cetera. But I'm thinking of a lot of things that we go through. And at a certain point it is easy to give up because it takes energy to not give up. And that energy you've been putting out for years and years and years, you're saying, I don't see a benefit to all of the energy. Now it could be that we're misdirecting our energy, even if we have a sincere desire to get well and we are, are missing something missing a message that's coming in or a healing opportunity that we're closed down to because we have this idea that we've tried everything. And I, and I, and I'm bringing this up today because I'm having that experience again with, with my wife and we have a, a nice physician friend of mine, uh, and I'm not going to talk in detail about it at this moment, but I'll just say that, uh, offered some help and assistance in things that we haven't tried before something new. And, you know, my wife and I look at each other, we joke, cause we've tried everything, but we haven't tried that and that and that. So we maintain an openness to the possibility of healing where we don't know uh, enough about certain things. And, and it gets into bioenergetic medicine, which there's a lot there. As much as I know about it, there's always more and new technology that's happening. So I'm trying to remain open. And so I share this as an opening to today's show, whether you're dealing with kids on the spectrum or whether you're considering yourself on the spectrum, that there are things that we're all learning about now, whether you're a a physician of an allopathic uh, trained variety or a homeopath or anything in between, there's always something more to know something more to learn. And there's always, I believe, something that is just dancing around us, trying to get our attention. To say hey here have you looked at this have you tried this and i'm not talking about an annoying neighbor or somebody who means well that doesn't know squat about anything that you're just annoyed with that's not what i'm saying i'm talking about perhaps a spiritual gift of healing now it, it may come in in various ways ways that you had never conceived of and it may come like for me when i prayed to god for healing in my young years please heal me strike me down with lightning if that's what it takes to get well And yet it wasn't that I was, as I've told just briefly some of the stories with some people that have interviewed me, I've been more detailed about it, but I don't want to go into that right now, that I was directed toward a grounding in what I call spiritual principle or spiritual laws, laws of life, how to get through this life. What really is the, you know, the energizing force in life itself, much less healing that I was interested in. And that when I learned of those things, only then was I opened up to receive gifts of healing that I wouldn't have conceived of before, maybe not have been open to, or might not have seen right, even if they were right in front of my face. And the word homeopathy came into my life at a point where I was not grounded in those spiritual principles. So some of it is breaking down old patterns, resistance. And one of the greatest old patterns that many of us carry is I can't and fill in the blanks, the, I cannot, I can't the contraction version of it. I can't afford it. For instance, that's the big one for so many. And while I, you know, I look at a bank account I don't have or numbers that are not in there, whatever, I could argue as I could have the beginning phases of my journey to health at the age of 24, not making a lot of money, not far out of college, just doing odd jobs here and there just to get by could have said I can't afford organic food, for instance, back when it was very scarce relative to today and much more expensive in comparison to conventionally grown foods because it was so scarce as well. And I could have said I can't afford it. And. That's it. Be done with it and carry on my path of of toxic poisons entering my body with every bite of food that I ate which led to a lot of the problems I suffered from in my ignorant years. But I felt like if 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 my sincere requests and petitions and prayers to God at that point were wait, did did God send me the homeopath to 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 help me in ways none of the other allopaths could help me at that point. And would I reject it? And I remember also the story of, uh, I, I, it's like a flood scenario where you're, you're, maybe you could go into a Katrina, uh, Hurricane Katrina scenario. Like an, imagine an aftermath like that. You're flooding out, you're on the roof, and you're praying to God to come help you. And then, you know, a, a rescue boat shows up and you say, No, I'm sorry, I'm not going with you. I prayed to God, God's going to come help me. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, uh, another uh, rescue boat comes, right? Uh, come on, get on the boat. I mean, the water's rising. You say, No, no, I pray to God. God's gonna help me, God's gonna save me. And then finally a helicopter comes in, they're megaphoning, they dropped the you know, a line to come down and get you and like, no, no, it's okay, God's gonna save. Me. And then you end up drowned dead. You end up at the proverbial pearly gates and you say, God, why didn't you save me? And God said, I sent you two boats in a helicopter. I'm just, you know, paraphrasing that idea. And and so I want you to consider that there are gifts uh, or rescues if you perceive them to be trying to be given unto us all of the time. And it's our own mindset, our own belief system that is most often the obstacle to cure. We talk about that in homeopathy. What's the obstacle to cure. And, and I, I just, Say if you can remain open to the gifts, and maybe there's a reason for the journey we don't understand right now. Why are we suffering the way we're suffering? However you're suffering, whether it be monetarily, economically, or physically, or emotionally, or mentally, or spiritually, all those things, we go, "Why me, oh Lord?" Like I did as in my in my younger years. And yet, the gifts of healing that came to me were always there, but only really appeared to me when I was ready to open my eyes, open my ears, open my heart, change or shift the consciousness and the belief system about worthiness was I worthy to spend the money that what I perceived was a lot extra compared to the cheap fast food I had grown up with prior to that was I worthy to make the expense and it's like but I don't have the money you know we say that and we create a reality or co-create a reality and you've also heard that whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't you're right so moving forward here in consciousness, not unconsciousness, but consciousness to make decisions about how we go forward. Even if we admit, Hey, I don't know the answer. I don't know the solution. I don't know the thing that's going to take me or my wife over the top to get her. Well, you know, I, I imagine her coming with me to go kickboxing because she was the kickboxer. Got me into boxing back in Florida before the injury happened. Uh, the, the dental extractions and the trigeminal neuralgic pain that it, it put a complete kibosh or kibosh on, on much of her life to do things that normally people do. And even if she puts on a brave face, recognizing she's always suffering to some degree. And she's not the only one. As a husband, I'm not the only one with a wife or vice versa. I mean, these are things that are part of life. And if we think about parents dealing with children on the autism spectrum and the suffering that many of these children and young now young adults go through, How do we break that cycle? Yes, there are good, compassionate doctors like doctor centers who are helping and have worked for years in that regard. And there are wonderful families that are coming together at the Autism One Conference. Especially for those that may be new to this, to come together and find out there's a community of people that have been through or that are going through similar things. And that can help us, each and every one of us in whatever way. And and some of us feel like we're the only one. And there's always somebody else. In some cases, you always say there's always somebody that's suffering as bad or worse. And that's not to make you necessarily feel better, but it's to recognize each journey is its is each journey. And we hope and pray that there's enough love to get you through the tough spots and they can last a lot longer than you can imagine that you're able to, 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 to take it. And again, kudos to my wife, who I love very much it has taken so much and still goes strong despite it all. And, uh, you know, I feel tears coming up, just recognizing, acknowledging also the blessings that can come if you just get out of the way and allow them, allow them to happen. Sometimes it's, uh, I'm not saying it's all the time, but a lot of times it's our own belief system that limits the healing that wants to come to us. So as we open today's show just briefly um, on the autism spectrum discussion, there's an article here from Medical Express that says new evidence hints at the role of gut microbiota in autistic spectrum disorder. And this is the very thing that in modern medicine they have declared war on the microbiome. Now, I know things are shifting, but let's go to the history of, of modern allopathic medicine and the germ theory, of course, from which it ar- arose. A lot of its practices arose. That is, we've got to attack and kill the bad guys. The, who are the bad guys? They're usually the, the bacteria, right? The bacteria are evil. They're going to kill you. They're going to cause all these problems. And it turns out the more we study bacteria, the more we realize they are the thing things that sustain our very lives, our existence in the physical uh, body that we exist in. And yet the impact is well beyond physical, because it impacts brain health, neurotransmitter production, um, emotions, um, ha- what do we call those hormones? Produ- all of these. So that impacts emotion as well. Mind, mental capacity, et cetera. And yet the, the declaration of war on microbiome by drugs, antibiotics, and then we go to the antivirals, if you will, now, I'm not saying there's never a place to tamp down a massive imbalance, but as I would argue and have for years, we can do that in a safer way, in a way that doesn't harm ultimately the home for the microbiome, the terrain, the law of the terrain, the milieu, the environment. And this goes back to Antoine Bechamp Claude Bernard and others, as opposed to Pasteurian germ theory, fear of the germ, fear of the germ, fear of the germ, a lot of improvement. And Dr. Centers can, can tell me I'm off my rocker if I am. A lot of the improvement we see in autism, and I'm not saying the only thing, but is improvement to the microbiome, helping these kids with gut issues. And of course, they they then immediately go, oh, that Andy Wakefield, oh, that horrible Dr. Wakefield. He actually observed abnormal inflammatory issues within the gut. He called it a a novel new hydrogenic, perhaps form of uh, enterocolitis, inflammation of the gut. And now we learn most of what he discovered is actually being validated by science they didn't have at the time, microbiome issues, as well as the home for the microbiome issues. So I wanted to go through that with Dr. Centers and more as we preview the Autism One Conference coming up sooner than we think, August 18th through the 21st. And I hope to see you there. I'm looking forward to seeing Sean as we bring him back into the mix. So let's welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show, Dr. Sean Centers. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Swineo, Palatine, I've seen probably a dozen of this. It's caused by the dental procedure.
0: Oh, neuralgias?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So really the only real chances response to um, after or trigger point therapy but the underlying treatment is the osteopath to go there and repair what's been damaged
0: yeah and sean i appreciate again your insights in there and having gone through so much over the last 10 11 years with my wife Uh, We've, you know, I'll just say it from a broad spectrum, allopathic medicine, osteopathic medicine, homeopathic medicine, naturopathic medicine, chiropractic medicine, and to varying degrees, these things have helped. Although, as we say, the drugs themselves clearly didn't, and they could have harmed, but, um, and I'm not ignoring any of those, including that. Uh, I just say, you hit these plateaus, you see a little bit, and it's like, whoa, it's not getting to the source of it. And I'm looking more at the, the bioenergetic interfaces, electrical type medicines as well. Uh, to, to stimulate maybe uh, stem cell neural reproduction in a sense that we, we can produce nerve cells that are working properly, not the ones that are chronically establishing this firing of pain signals within her body. And I know that that's not the focus of our discussion today, but you know I do appreciate sure. you bringing, bringing that up, of course, as well. And, and it may be another discussion we focus on it. But the Autism One Conference is coming up. I mentioned microbiome as well, Uh, If you want to comment on that, also, I know that there are CMEs available for physicians wherever you are. You need to get them every year. Why not join us at the Autism One for that, too?
2: Yeah, there is going to be a CME program now. um, This is different. It's open to any health professional. So that includes uh, paths and uh, lay natural paths uh, like your health. Uh, they're all, all invited, and and they will they will be special for physicians and practitioners to meeters and talk with those doctors there about these these critical issues. So you know you have Peter Kleinhart. You know he's probably the leading leader in the world. Mm-hmm. Dr. Uh,
0: Dr. Dietrich Klinghart. By the way, we're getting significant dropouts in your audio. It's clipping so badly, Dr. Centers, that, that I don't know if people can understand all that you're saying, and I need them to. I want them to. Is it possible is you have better? another computer? I don't know if it's the distance uh, from it, but we'll try again.
2: Let's try uh, closer. How's okay.
0: this? Yes, so far.
2: Okay, okay. So the, the Autism One Conference we have many, many top speakers. So we're talking about Judy Michael, the Senate. We're talking about clean Hart. We're talking about Hartsonel. Many, many uh, top people in the autism. And yourself, Robert Scott Bell. So you know it's going to be a really important for a clinician. It's going to be a form of the time for parents. Mm-hmm. It, it's, uh, Dr.
0: Sanders, it's I apologize. We're, we're still getting significant dropouts on your audio, and I don't know why, and I don't want to miss any of your words. They're important. Do you have another computer interface that could work beyond this phone to to, 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 to uh, get you on, to get some of this information out there that we can have a reconnect, disconnect, uh, and I'll continue we'll on, uh, until- Okay.
2: So what we'll do is uh, I'll, we'll have an I, I haven't, I trying to reconnect.
0: Okay. Thank you. I'm going to disconnect you or you can disconnect and 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 reconnect. Great. We'll we'll look to try. All right. Apologies for that folks. Um, this is the technology. Sometimes it works, you know, miraculously, sometimes it doesn't, and we don't know why. Uh, but Dr. Centers, as we've had on, he's just, you said, I can't tell you until you meet him. He's just a kind heart centered, uh, physician that really cares. And he's also invested in the science. We love and appreciate him. And of course, the entire family of those that uh, have put on the autism one conference for, for so many years. Um, I want to go to a, a story. Um, I guess this, this is somewhat related. Let me see if I can find the, uh, the story here on Tylenol. Here it is. Okay. The defender is reporting. This is the children's health defense. And by the way, there are also children uh, folks from children's health defense are going to be with me and uh, Ty Bollinger at the uh, uh, national, national health freedom coalition and uh, action uh group with diane miller and that's going to be here let me just switch it out so we, yeah thank you Don. uh that we're going to be together at that event september 23rd and 24th i believe it is in minneapolis st paul if you check out the upcoming events tab but this particular story is interesting as it relates to our discussion of autism it says tylenol use in babies children after vaccination Raises risk of autism, new review shows. Now, the authors of this new review of the drug acetaminophen or paracetamol, sold under the brand names Tylenol and Panadol, called for the immediate end of the use of this drug in infants and children. And I wholeheartedly agree that there is no defensible way that you can use this liver-killing drug, over-the-counter as it may be, in any child, and I would argue against its use in most adults as well, Tylenol is brutally destructive of the liver, reduces the production of glutathione, and if we look at this, this uh, case of uh, use in babies and children, they say it raises the risk of autism post-vaccination. Now, the question then becomes, does Tylenol cause autism, or do we say because of the mechanisms of action primarily on the liver, not exclusively, that the inability then Induced even worse or further by Tylenol ingestion in b- infants and, and children who get jabbed or vaccinated. They no longer have detox pathways capacities in, o- in order to deal with the assault and insult of what's being injected into those children. So, indeed, it's guaranteeing the horrific injection doesn't come out. And therefore, the risk of neurological damage, microbiome damage, any number of systems damaged by the vaccines is increased exponentially. And so we do we say Tylenol is the cause of this or is it the straw that breaks the camel's back? when you think about all the things we're exposed to from the day we're born and even before we're born the parents and the moms and dads are exposed to we talk dren- generational decline due to increasing toxic burdens and inefficient detoxification pathways resulting in manifestation of brain and neural injury through microbiome or direct. And what is that straw that breaks the camel's back? And is the straw the cause or is it just the contributing factor that tipped it over the top? Is it over the edge at that point? And, you know, it's just a question I have as I put this out to you. What do you guys think? I think it's not one thing. It's everything. And, of course, we talk mercury. Could that be enough? Certainly it could be enough. But some people have levels of mercury exposure and don't go to that level of autism spectrum or and as an adult neurological degradation even paralysis same amount of mercury in one can be deadly it's all different because we're all biochemically different we all have different capacities of detoxification Etc yet do we what do we then say mercury is not the cause of autism because in some people the burden is the same as another and it's autism and not in the other I again I'm putting it out there for your consideration it, it, can it be argued that mercury is ever good? Some of these vaccine cultists argue that, yeah, the form of mercury matters. It's different. Well, in mercury, it doesn't matter. It's bad all the way around. And then we add aluminum to the mix. Then we add, you know, name glyphosate, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides. Again, which one puts you over the top? Why does one child immediately reverse, revert, and another seemingly they get all the shots and they're, how do they do it? Right? This is the question you should be asking How do the ones that survive the shots survive the shots? at least early on, we're not saying that other chronic diseases won't manifest. And there is enough doctoral and medical literature now showing that, well, one of the stories we'll cover, I think it's over half of all U.S. children, young adults suffer from chronic diseases, not just one, but multiple. I was the canary in the coal mine of my generation. So let's see if we can bring Dr. Sean Centers back into the mix here. And I'm praying that we can get good audio. Uh, Sean, uh, let's, see, let's see if we can hear you better this time. No, I got no audio now. Now we're in the same circumstance, only no audio at all. And I don't know, again, is this on a phone or a computer again? Yeah. Apologies once again. I really want to get them on and make it work. uh, But I don't want you to be frustrated like I would be if you only heard every other word. Uh, You know, it would be a completely dysfunctional interview. And we don't want that in this regard. Let me try once again, see. Sean, can we hear you? Nope, still silence. I don't know, Super Don, is there any other uh, troubleshooting? If you can talk to him behind the scenes and I'd love to get him back on, even if for a few minutes of discussion. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to say thank you to those of you. All of you, in fact, that are here, but particularly those that are willing to share the show, I know you risk being censored and deplatformed, and tagged as a, a, a spreader of disinformation and misinformation as we know today we don't have uh, facebook live again apparently a three-day a three-day ban because of what uh jeffrey jackson was on the show and we told you about it we were going to talk about monkeypox and we're not allowed to do that so i think from now on superdon tells me he's he's planning to uh when we get back on facebook if we do <laughs> to say tune into the robert Capbell show today where we'll Talk about all the things Facebook doesn't want you to know about. And also welcome Dr. Sean centers. See, look at this, the tag from last Monday on Facebook, took him till Thursday to do this. It was just announcing the show with the subjects we were going to cover. Jeffrey Jackson was our, was our guest. I think he's an algorithm. Don't let Jeffrey Jackson on Facebook. We talked about vaccine hesitancy, jab rates. Food preferences, we were going to have Ernest Ramirez and about his son who who passed away after getting the jab, but Ernest couldn't make it. But so vaccine-related death and Mm -hmm. DNA weapons, Tuskegee. I guess we can't do that on Facebook. That goes against community standards. We said nothing about them at all. We said nothing about them, only that we were going to talk about them. But that's enough to trigger the algorithm alert. Do not let this go out. And now we are banned for another three days on Facebook
1: to post And I I love how they're like, well, you can disagree if you'd like to. And then you disagree and they're like, well, thank you for disagreeing, but we can't do anything about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I think this is, this is, yeah, go talk to Sean.
0: I'm going to carry on here, my friend. So thank you, super Don. So, uh, what do we want to do? I want to, uh, uh, say again, thank you to everybody that is supporting us here on the Robert Scott Bell show. I'm, I'm just so grateful that you could be here and, for those of you that have stepped it up even further to become part of our patron support group. Uh there are a lot of expenses that uh, come up as you know, we all have them, but if you, you know, the amount that you might spend on I don't know a, what online streaming, I don't know, but a little bit thrown this way can help us to do even more and just cover the basics. You know, there are equipment issues behind the scenes, uh computer stuff that you just can never plan for. And and those are the things that you guys and gals quietly silently and sometimes overtly help us with and i thank you for that so much so uh we have our monthly amas as well and even if you can't attend live those, those are available and a lot of other extra things so thank you for your consideration as well also i want to say thanks to our friends at orange guard orangeguard.com they have this amazing uh pesticide that is non-toxic that is safe that i even drank on the air Even though it's not meant to be consumed, but it was safe to do so. It tasted horrible, but it's not meant to be consumed, but it's safe. Not harmful to kids or pets. And you can spray this around anything. And uh, it's OMRI certified in organic agriculture. And as you can see here, this is me in my greenhouse growing things organically. And I still have the Orange Guard. So go to orangeguard.com. And you can also uh, go to your local well, Ace Hardware store and they have it as well. So I thank you, orangeguard.com, for that. Also, shout out to Nutritional Frontiers. They're hosting me and Dr. Tracy Strout and Dr. Len Brankowitz and Dr. Judy Mikovits. And that's going to be, let me see if I have this up. Yeah, here it is. Uh, that's going to be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's the next event we've got. And uh, we've got that coming up. And then we've got Autism One after that. So we've got a few August events that are going to be awesome And I hope you'll attend one or both of them. And some of them stream online. I'm not sure about the autism one, but hopefully you can be there in person. I'd love to give you a big hug. So thank you for that. All right, let's try to bring uh, Dr. Sean Sanders back up. And if if we can't make it work, we'll reschedule. Uh, But uh, Sean, I'm sorry about the difficulty. Let's see. Is this any better? Okay, I got no audio once again. The weirdest thing. All right, so we'll review it, but but suffice it to say, the basic message we did get out there, uh, and that is, uh, we have uh, uh, CMEs for physicians, CEUs, I believe, for other uh, healthcare providers, and for those of you who know that you need to get that on a, a monthly or yearly basis, why not come to the desert? And you know the 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 kind of uh, uh, prices for hotels, oops, <laughs> the prices for hotels, pretty incredible, pretty incredible at the uh, uh, Mesa, Arizona location. It's gonna be a wonderful, wonderful event. So uh, yeah, I don't know, Super Non, if, if if he wants to do a phone-in interview, I, I, I'm i not sure what to do here, but I said we can reschedule, uh, but suffice it to say, at least we got the basics out to remind you about Autism One coming up the 18th through the 21st. We're gonna do a special uh, dedication and tribute to Ed Oranga, uh, Terry's husband who passed away recently. And his, he was a real champion for families. And getting people together with autism one and that'll be happening on Thursday afternoon before you know the big all the rest of the event goes and I'll be there for that as well and I wouldn't miss it for the world Uh, so once again thank you thank you and thanks Sean for your persistence you can hang on and listen if you want for any of anything or if you want to type anything in for me to relate beyond that uh, and we'll go forward so again we got to flex with these things sometimes they work sometimes they don't so back on to the uh, story uh, from uh, the Tylenol use in babies and kids Again, why would we put something that causes, the, the you know, the reason, if you will, and this is not from me as a homeopath, but from poison control centers and data from hospitals and ER centers. The number one reason why Americans of pretty much all ages go to the ER for acute liver failure is none other than Tylenol use. And I know for people that listen around the world, you'll, you'll say part paracetamol, but it's the same thing, acetaminophen. This is a, a the most liver toxic over the counter drug ever ever created. I don't. I know there are prescription forms of it as well. Sometimes they do codeine with Tylenol, right, and this kind of thing. And it's like get rid of the Tylenol. Codeine's bad, but it ain't as bad as Tylenol. And I'm not trying to say oh, codeine's great. So don't quote me on that either. But direct liver toxicity, vicious, vicious, and the facilitation of autism or the risk for it in the spectrum disorders therein. Uh, So that's, you know, again, another consideration. It's not one thing, it's everything, but any one of those things can be the additive factor that could be also, I know that when you do addition, you don't say it is an exponential because that's multiplication. But if I could twist words and definitions, since the Biden administration does, I will say you can add together and have an exponentially bad result (laughs) when it comes to the vaccine and the Tylenol and the mercury and the aluminum and on and on it goes. So these are the considerations we have. Also, if you want to learn how to help people genuinely without harming them, you might consider going to Trinity school of natural health. And they, they come to you basically, it is a remote learning pro program and Trinity is starting up. It's uh next round early August. It's one of the biggest starts of the year. And I would encourage you to, to, to uh, take that time to invest even in the health coach program. We fact in, in yesterday's, um, In yesterday's uh, bonus round, for those of you who listen live on various networks, or if you listen or watch us, well, listen more or less on UK Health Radio, we cut out at a certain point in time for your time clock, and then we continue 60 seconds later about for the bonus round. And that's typically at robertscottbell.com, or you can get the um, podcast later, and Super does include that now. But one of our our loyalist supporters, Murdoch, uh, had a request and he, you know, he he was he's putting out sincerely and saying, you know what, I really would like to take the next step to help people. And he wants to do the health coach program, which is like like about 800 bucks. I mean, you think about that. There are people in this audience right now that 800, they can write that check and it's like nothing. Not everybody can. So, if you're thinking of supporting people to do that or uh, uh, contribute to the scholarship fund, right now Trinity's doing uh, 30 miles in 30 days, one mile a day for the month of, of July. And even if you are now we're at the end of July and haven't done that, you can you know say, hey, take this money for a scholarship fund, or you know find people that really want to go and, and and advance their education and body, mind, spirit support. And that's why I say, in the case of those things that are happening at Trinity, they're helping people like this. And they don't have to be quote unquote medical doctors. I'm not saying that they, they, they're they're doing things that doctors do, but that's mostly a good thing. Other than, you know, there are people like Sean Sanders that are helping as physicians as well. But body, mind, spirit, not treating disease, but helping the body to overcome these things by its own accord, by healing the immune system, by healing the digestive system, the excretory system. Super Don, I see you there. What's up, my brother?
1: Oh, I just, just you know, you were just sitting there talking about Murdoch. Mm-hmm um and so i was just like ah, i'll go take a look at the gifts and go see where we're at here and so stuff. he's about 50 bucks away really oh yeah. my gosh that's from yesterday yeah. to today From yesterday yeah so thank you for i'd say all looks, it looks it looks like our our pal uh murdoch's gonna be uh Taking the health coach program yeah. starting up in August. Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's yeah. another
0: miracle! Thank you,
1: thank you, thank you. <laughs> How cool is that, huh? I
0: just love it. Absolutely love it. That, that, man, again, I mean, I, this is like my day to cry on the air. I'm telling you, I'm just feeling all <laughs> emotional cry, about do, all these do, things. Do, you need, you need a, a hug. hug. I you do. I need a hug. I do. I need a hug. hug. Anyway, I'll consider. So,
1: Sean, hug. Sean is is going to attempt to try and reconnect on the on a laptop, so we yeah. might get you know 15 minutes with him or so, okay. which is better yeah. than nothing. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know, this technology is, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, you just never know. You never know whether something's going to work or not. So yeah, we didn't get a chance to test before we went on. So
0: Murdoch's nickname today in the chat room is Murdoch is close to the goal line. There you go. Um, he said this, I'm just looking at the chat room for those of you don't know, there's a live chat room during the show at robertscottbell.com slash listen. And it's just, you put in your initials. You don't even have to let us know who you are if you don't want, but we get to know some of you, of course. And he says, "Powerful intro RSB speaks to me especially after Trinity told me what they told me today." What did they tell you, Murdoch? I didn't. I didn't know they told him
1: something.
2: Wow.
0: Well,
1: I, it's, is it's there in, something that we've missed here? Uh, earlier? I don't on. know, but
0: maybe maybe we can learn know. something that that, that uh, Trinity told him. Anyway, I'm I'm curious because the people at Trinity, from Julie Whitman Klein on down, are are just such caring, loving people. It's been my experience, and right. and they really want to help. I mean, obviously everyone wants to help everybody, but it costs money to run Trinity. you got to pay for instructors. You gotta, there's a lot of Canvas costs money. So it's not like you can give stuff away for free for people that say, I want free education. I want free this. I want free college. It's like somebody's paying for that. The point right. is, if you have an ability to help people, that's true charity. That's not coercion, deception, and fraud, and threats of loss of life and liberty if you don't give. This is the loveliness of life. Even for people that are struggling, sometimes you just find a way and it's like blessings are given unto you just for that. So thank you. Uh, Murdoch says, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. This is it. Man. It's an something emotional in day. It's an yeah. emotional day. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I something blew in my eye. There's a breeze in the studio. Uh, I'm not crying really. Anyway.
1: All right. So while we're waiting, yeah. Um, there was a question of the day that came into the chat room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it was. it was like last night or this morning. Yeah. Do you have a uh, shot
0: that you could show it because it's a long one, but what, it's a good one. Well,
1: I, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Why don't we just go ahead and address it right now? How's that sound?
0: Okay. Yeah. C- c- can you grab it and put it up there or not? Is it possible visually? Yes. Oh, you're so awesome. Question of the day. Impromptu. This is from Cret- Gretel, <laughs> from Gretel, not Hansel. Apparently, put that yes. full screen if you don't mind. There it is. This is this morning. Came in on in the chat room. Uh, any chance you could? Say a few words today about kidney support and healing. My hubby Kevlar, really his name is Kevlar. Wow, Kevlar. He's bulletproof but apparently man. not Remdesivir proof. He was very sick with COVID over the winter and no matter how much we protested the use of Remdesivir on him, the hospital gave it to him anyways, citing that the hospital doctor had the final say in his treatment. You know what? I'm not a violent man, but I'm willing to punch somebody like that tries to threaten me or my family with Remdesivir. Uh, he had already had diabetes, I think, from the statins years earlier they convinced him he needed. I gave, I, I have him on daily Cardio Miracle, two doses, and the glucose-sugar balance from choose to be to a day. Uh, I believe he saved his own life because he left the hospital before remdesivir treatment was done. He said although he felt no better, he was tired of being in a science fiction movie. He had uncontrollable tremors in his left hand for two days. After we brought him home and his oxygen saturation, cough and energy were no better than when he went in his boss missed him so much he sent him a driver to take him to his own doctor four hours away where he was prescribed ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine not even 48 hours later he was ready to go back to work i appreciate all you so, you all so much for being warriors for health freedom and liberty and sharing your knowledge openly with the world god bless you and thanks for helping everyone well god bless you uh gretel and i i look for kidneys We've talked about a lot of uh, the impact of cadmium on kidney function, often that that was an impacting factor. That is on Cardio Miracle. This is what I said. If I knew 10 years ago about Cardio Miracle, I would have had my dad on it because how much of, of renal damage occurs because of lack of circulation, damage to the vascular system before there was COVID even, and how much of kidney recovery and regeneration can't happen in the absence of adequate circulation. So again, I come back to cardio miracles. So I believe indeed that is one of the biggest things to help focus on renal tissue recovery, much less prevention. Now there are kidney remedies in homeopathy. Uh, some are indicated for kidney infections, but again, a lot of the times if it has an impact on the kidney, it's not just about infection, general, you know, things we talk about dandelion or Taraxacum being helpful for liver and kidneys. Um, there are Ayurvedic uh, remedies out there. There are um, oh, I think Dr. Christopher's has a kidney tonic. Dr. Christopher's brand has a kidney tonic. Look to do that as well. And of course, increase selenium. A homeopathic uh, form of selenium does exist, but we're talking now in a 100% whole food form. In addition to what you've gotten from choose2behealthy.com, use the code RSB5 to get a discount, please. And y- you can actually increase selenium levels. That'll help liver, that'll help kidney. Uh, and that's the 50 microgram tablets we get from innate response that we get from Jonathan at choose to be healthy OK, so add that into the mix. You might want to go up instead of just two tablets a day of that uh, focus on, on pancreatic function and, and blood sugar issues um, that you could do four times a day as well at this point. But three, two, three at, at least. And you're doing well. So. Your question came in before we got onto the air. I apologize. It's not as detailed a response as I would like to give you, but let's stay in touch on that as, as you integrate some more of these things I've, I've referenced at this point. And I believe that he can recover, but certainly if he has a history of diabetes, um, that glucose, uh, support that we can get from Jonathan at cheese I would up it from one tablet twice a day to one tablet, three, maybe even four times a day, because that's a history for your husband. And your husband's name isn't Hansel, is it? I, I know that's a bad joke. Horrible. I know it's just yeah, it's a childhood connection to the name Gretel. You gotta give me a little bit of leeway here. Come on, even Super Don might do that. I don't mean I'm not making fun, am I? I'm trying to find silly things to do in the midst of all the seriousness of today's show. But we'll Super see. Don might what? You might have said, "Where's Hansel?"
1: Um, it didn't didn't no. Didn't occur I mean, to you? I mean, I can see why you would. but Okay. You know, I I'm just, those I stories are still For whatever real. reason, that level of silliness did not exist. still exists so. for me. <laughs>
0: all right. I do see uh, Dr. Center's trying to connect through a computer. Uh, you tell me when we should try and go for it. Well, all we can do Bob. at
1: this point is just jump in with both feet and see what happens.
0: Okay. Going into the deep end with Dr. Sean Center. I know he's trying to set it up. I can definitely see him. Let's see if we can hear him now. Uh, Sean, get ready. I'm going to you as well here. Let's see what happens. Dr. Sean Sanders, can we hear you? No, it's still no, no audio. Um, okay. But if you can go to the gear However, you're
1: on a laptop, so at yeah. the bottom of the screen. Oop, no, oh, he's he dropped. All right. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I give him all the Live programming. Yeah, Yay. He's trying. So. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. right. So back to the, uh, the Murdoch situation over in the yeah. chat room. Did you learn anything Apparently more? Apparently what happened was he talked mm. with, uh, with, with Trinity and they let him know that the health coach program, which he's, he's going for,
0: yeah,
1: is only two months long and it's super intensive. So he said it's almost like they warned him with fear and trembling that it will be tough. Okay. <laughs> A two-month program. Okay.
0: So so the question is, is Murdoch uh, cowing down to the fear or is he going, I can do this? I am so I have a feeling he's
1: not going to he's not going to have. A problem. I
0: don't think he'll back down. Yeah. But, they, you know, they wanted to know. Look, I said, folks, when you go into the, the Trinity program, it's it's really teaching you things. It's not just a, oh, look at this certificate I got. I mean, you're really going to know some some stuff. And I, I know that Murdoch didn't think it was going to be easy. That's the on the point of it. But it's good that Trinity, the people there, say, look, this is not you know a fly-by-night scenario. We're really serious about putting people out there that are qualified to help people, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So, uh, let's see. Small-flowered willow herb tea will cleanse and repair the kidneys. Steven is putting it in the chat room. Uh, that's good. Uh, let's see anything else. Health coach program two months and super intense. Yes. But it's a start, and it's an important start. And I I know Murdoch is up for it. So thank you all for everybody uh, supporting supporting his efforts there. And those gifts shall be returned unto you. That's just the way it works, given something like that. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, what else do we have? I know, again, we had set up uh, uh, the stories to talk about with uh, Dr. Centers. We talked about the Autism One conference coming up. Of course, I mentioned the Nutritional Frontiers hosted event August 6th. That is sold out as far as I know, but you can still get – online and stream the event so you can see judy Mikovits and tracy strout and len brankowicz and me and jamie dorley and remember you have an rsb 15 code for all nutritional frontiers products including the products that are on sale and we love the uh, cbd that they have here and i you know this is my favorite certified organic us-grown cbd from nutritional frontiers and uh, they have gummies they have just amazing transdermal delivery systems as well And uh, the Hemp Boost is one of our favorite products. And I would urge you, if you haven't done this, go to cbdnf.com. There you can sign up to become a customer. You don't have to buy anything right away, but sign up and mention the Robert Scott Bell. So there's a drop-down menu. If you're in the United States, they're going to send you samples and take a picture of those samples with yourself, preferably, and then send that picture into Superdon so we can get you into the next giveaway that we do occasionally. When we get more entries and you know, that picture goes into the collage and you could win not only the samples, they send you more than that, but live product worth hundreds of dollars because that's how generous Jamie Dorley is with the Mm -hmm. Robert Scott Bell show audience. There's the, there's Mm -hmm. some of the pictures and I'm waiting on some more and then we're going to do another giveaway. So let's see here. Oh, look at this story. This one. I like Uh, this is uh, in natural news. It there's a study that says eating starchy green banana daily can help stave off cancer.
1: Now, you know, and, and, and I'm glad we're covering this. This is like the second most popular story on the newsletter today, mm. uh, which is funny. I love, I, you know what? I, I am just, I really, 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 really like mm-hmm. the newsletter. Yeah. It's become a thing now I look forward to every day uh because it's i just i just like it it's it's Mm -hmm. fun and putting together stuff and people's feedback and all that kind of stuff like that i never a million years would have guessed that this would have been the second most popular story Mm -hmm. in the newsletter eating green bananas now i'll tell you though it got my attention because it's Mm -hmm. like how many times have you gone to the store and when you go to buy bananas what is it you always gravitate towards in the giant pile of bananas the most yellow bananas right Mm-hmm. Or the ones that are maybe just a little bit green because you know yeah. they're good, they're going ripe and yeah. they're going to last you know longer stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you went and bought green bananas to eat?
0: Yeah, I got a question because I had not read this story. I didn't know we were going to cover it. I know it was in the newsletter, but I'm, it's so popular we have to. Um, would this include plantain, which looks like a banana?
1: Starch? I don't know. It That's is? a good question because I mean t- it sort of is a green banana, I guess. A plantain. I love-
0: plantain fried up in a skillet with coconut oil oh my god they're kind of different though aren't they it's heavenly yeah well i don't know i mean they are different but they look like bananas but yeah yeah can you fry up bananas like plantains i've
1: never done it i don't think although i've had it in pudding i love banana pudding well who knew though that that green bananas mm-hmm. um are would would uh according to this article in this study uh be beneficial in fighting cancer mm-hmm. or preventing cancer
0: yeah I'm, I'm happy about it, though. I, I like okay. bananas, but I like plantains even better. I saw t- this morning, funny speaking of banana pudding, <clears throat> Carol Alt did a little live thing on Twitter. I don't know if she did it on Instagram as well, but she was talking about the things that she can make out of avocado. And she listed, I think, chocolate pudding, but banana pudding. I'm like, I want that. So I told, I, I messaged Carol. I said, next time I'm in New York, I'm you're making banana pudding for me. <laughs> that would be amazing, out of avocado. Absolutely would do it. Uh, but that's one of my favorite treats. When I was growing up, before I knew about organics and all that stuff, when I would still eat whatever, uh, I was working. I think my not my first job, but it was one of my jobs as a teenager. I was graduating early from from high school, and uh, I had a job at a shoe store. And I don't know, I've, I've told you, I think I've told this story before. But at this shoe store, uh, it was out in the country, out, out east of Atlanta, in a sleepy little town called Snellville. Now, that's not so sleepy anymore, for those of you in the Atlanta area. You know, Snellville? Snellville, not Sounds Snellville. Like something Snellville. from a Snellville.
1: Dr. Seuss book or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. but seriously, it was like mostly farmland, and a lot of country people would come in, and it was like this this little chain. I think it was called Shoes Unlimited, uh, but it was a chain, an Atlanta-based chain, a family-owned business. And I got a job there in that shoe store. <laughs> and I, I, I was, what, 17 or 18? I think 17 at that point. And um, I'm just trying to think. Oh, yeah, I know why this story came up with banana pudding. Because right down the road, like a block away, there was... Oh, man, I'm, I'm tra- challenging my brains to remember. This is what I remember. I could be wrong. But there was a barbecue place called A&J Tasty Pig. A.N.J. Tasty Pig. And once a week, once a week, they would make banana pudding. And I'm like, I look forward to that day. And they would do it. This is so not environmentally friendly. But they would put it in a big styrofoam, like a cup, but, you know, quadruple. The, it's like a cup, but this is a big cup. It's like a, but it was made of styrofoam. So it obviously destroyed the earth. But they'd fill this thing up with their banana pudding. And, man, I remember, this is a horrible thing to admit as a health guy, isn't it? But that was before I knew better. And I would, man, I would engulf that whole thing. And it was like not not the good kind like I would do now, like organic banana pudding. So there you go. There's a little uh, jog down. Wow, we went
1: from... from From green bananas to banana pudding um, and Tasty Pig. I like that.
0: I don't know. The barbecue was amazing, too. I remember back in the day. but
1: uh, All right. So let's talk green bananas real quick here. Green bananas. Thank you. Because I think this is interesting. Back on. Apparently, they're saying that if you eat a green banana a day, that that can help stave off cancer. And apparently, in green bananas, there's something called resistant starch. Okay. You familiar with that? Resistant starch? i've heard of starch i haven't heard that it resists it's called stuff. resistant ch- starch and this is uh research from the university of leeds mm-hmm. let me put it up on the screen here okay um uh, boom there resistant starch yeah i'm looking at it now all right yeah. and, and so it's uh resistant starch it's abundant in bananas mm-hmm. when they're unripe
0: Ooh, and it's fermented in the large intestine and alters the production of bile acids.
1: This is interesting, right? So you eat it, yeah. it gets into your intestines, then it ferments while it's in your intestines because you, you ate it before it was ripe. Yeah. Uh, and it, it apparently has this these qualities of, of being able to stave off cancer. You can also find resistant starch, apparently, mm-hmm. in uh, oats, okay. in certain breakfast cereal, pasta, rice, beans, peas, and green bananas
0: are you supposed to eat the oats uh, i'm sorry the oats raw oats oats raw
1: I, you know what this is new to me so i do Doesn't not say. know but i think this is interesting it yeah, really but is of course I've never you have a, de-
0: a decent microbiome to ferment and i think that's another aspect of this that i would go further in terms of how do we restore integrity in the microbiome or the home for it remember or if you're new to the Robert Scabell show, i can't say remember i'll say remember no. for the first time you Check can go to out. unlock the power to heal in the book the chapter on gut health or you can download it for free at our website bottom of the page you'll find gut, silver aloe gut recovery protocol
1: check this out how amazing is this all right they did this study on this they found that it, it did it, it helped with with certain cancers mm-hmm. and the protection was observed to last for 10 years after people stopped taking the supplement for resistant starch wow 10 years mm. dude that is that's impressive Why is this not headline news somewhere other than natural news? I just
0: want you to find out and please tell me that plantains are included and that I can cook them in coconut oil and eat them. I would do it all all the
1: time. I don't see anything in here about plantains. I'm sorry. Damn it. All right. Snatch that
0: one for me. I'm like, I was so close. (laughs) So close as I got to talk about banana pudding as well. You ever had banana pudding, by the way?
1: Yeah, I think I have before. Not a big fan of it? It's not something that I've had much, but...
0: Well, I think that, um, was it last, No, you know, why I'm having this flavor is that last, uh, week, you know, I, I try to go out on, on Saturdays with my honey to, uh, um, the Redmond's because it's got organic, all kinds of organic, wonderful foods. You can get breakfast foods, you can get, you know, burgers. If you like grass fed burgers, you can. Now, is the place want.
1: where you get the salt from too. Right. right
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. And. And so there's a woman there who I want to just give a great big hug and a kiss to. And, and, you know, my honey will be with me at that point in time. It's not one t- of okay. Just in gratitude, right? Because <laughs> she's making organic pies. And that used to be only available in the one that was like 30 miles from us. And it's like, now I can go to the one. And I had, I think, a banana cream pie. If I'm not mistaken, my memory was like, ooh, this is like banana pudding, but organic. It was so good. Before that, it was lemon cream. And we also brought home a cherry pie. So we had some amazing treats I'm saying, folks, listen, dude, you are all over the bananas treats. today. Look, I appreciate occasionally having a nice treat because, you know, life is what they say. Life is short. Eat dessert first. Have you ever heard that?
1: I have heard that. yes. Yeah.
0: And 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 all I'm saying is that if you do that, please make the
1: dessert organic.
0: That's I mean, I don't say it's you can do that. It can be done. So so it's like after, banana
1: cream like, pie, like like one of your favorites or something. Is that like? Look, I'm not that's picky. Your, if, if, I, if I
0: have access to an organic quality pie, I'm probably not going to turn it down, although I did have one. I can't remember. It was maybe it was last year at the other place. And, and whoever was making it, there was like a was it a sweet potato pie or was it a pumpkin pie? It was a pumpkin pie. And this person decided to put black pepper in it in the, in the recipe. I'm like, well, that's kind of funky. It's like you get the sweetness and you get this peppery thing and it's like i don't know that that works so well so not all pie that pie wasn't really great black pepper yeah i think it was black i don't know if it was cayenne but it was, it was weird it was like it didn't belong there i'm no. just saying and i i appreciate no. experimentation in food but that wasn't it i'm just saying that wasn't it
1: you ever had a good key lime pie oh yeah of course that's yeah. that has become my favorite i used to be everything chocolate was my choice right i mean mm-hmm. it was chocolate everything until i tried key lime pie for the first time and it was like oh look you what know, i've been I just, missing all these years
0: i just realized that it's not your fault i'm talking about food because i'm fasting today it's, it's i know good. it's friday yeah. I and i'm like you did like, it I, yourself this time i, I did It's is self-inflicted but i'm okay with it i'm enjoying this i hope you're enjoying it maybe people are mad at me it's like i swore off pie forever robert what are you doing Making me crave it. I'm, look, make it organic. At least there's that. You should have made that
1: and, the poll of the day. And What's take some extra
0: pie? chromium and vanadium in the right form, you, which you get from Jonathan at com. Remember, use the code RSB5 for a discount. Boy, this hour went different than I thought it was going to go. It
1: totally went different. You know, when a guest doesn't show up, we talk pie. You know, yeah. this is how it works, I guess.
0: And by the way, the, the Monday show, which we were supposed to have Ernest uh, uh, on uh, talking about his son and he couldn't get off of work at the last minute, i turned into an article my opening monologue turned into an article at natural news let's cover that as well when we come back uh from this brief top of the hour educational pause and uh then we're going to get into some of the lawsuits as well that are working their way through the courts on covid jab mandates etc and some have been successful already or settlements have been happening and uh gosh darn there's a lot to do okay well let's just let's just do it and hey bring your friends Tell them, come on over. Those that are usually at Facebook, let them know we're here. Robert scott slash listen, and we'll be back for more powerful healing because the power to heal is yours.
1: The Robert Scott, the Bell Robert show. Scott Bell show.
0: All right, we're back. We're live. We're happening, and I thank you for being here. Uh, Still blocked on Facebook, unfortunately, because of uh, we were just so mean and nasty, and just violated all the rules by talking about or telling you what we were going to talk about without telling you what we were going to say about it. So the mere telegraphing of this is the discussion topic is off limits, verboten by the boneheads at Facebook, and censorship rears its ugly head again. So please do your part to combat censorship by texting RSB to 22828 by doing that you'll be part of our newsletter alert system yeah i said it super don (laughs) it's just a newsletter (laughs) i know i know i'm teasing you now Hmm. but i'm now getting punchy i'm talking food and i'm fasting send Mm. or text rsb to 22828 and uh, you'll be plugged in to violate facebook all you want (laughs) because we're not going to be limited in our newsletter yes uh where was the article uh, that you sent me i think this morning you sent it here it is oh this is natural news last week on friday uh we were i'm sorry a monday i apologize this week on monday uh we were going to have a guest that that couldn't make it the last minute so uh, i started going into a neurological degradation discussion uh based on uh what Uh, what was the article it was about that um alzheimer's study and this was on it was uh what's that left-wing website I can't daily
1: costs.
0: Yeah, I, I tried to forget it, but and you were making fun of me because I got mad if you do a CNN article and, and I did Daily costs. but it was a, a legitimate article about the fraud of the uh, initial study or studies surrounding Alzheimer's being caused by uh, beta amyloid plaques in the brain because they have drugs well, and, and it was
1: also mm-hmm. it was uh, let's see, it was uh, research mm-hmm. that had been done years ago. Has turned out to be fraudulent right and that research was the beginning of a whole bunch of drugs that had been created yes uh that turns out all these years later that the the images and stuff were doctored and yeah and, and the the, se- <laughs> it was fraudulent research oh, department of justice by the way has launched an investigation into that oh really that's yeah yeah, yeah. I, mean,
0: I don't know how far that'll go but regardless i want to say that The drugs that they did develop, some of them proved that they could remove or reduce beta amyloid plaque in animals. I don't know how successful humans, but even when they showed that it was successful in reducing it, it didn't reverse Alzheimer's. It didn't prevent Alzheimer's. So the point is, like the cholesterol nonsense that says cholesterol causes heart attacks, yet fully half the people with heart attacks have low cholesterol. So what does that mean? Same thing with the beta amyloid plaques. It's not the causative agent. If it were, then it would be 100% or somewhere a lot closer than half or so. And then reducing it or eliminating it would have a benefit, and it's shown no benefit. So then they referenced the, the you know the zeolites that we talked about. And by the way, it's available for the next couple of days, two or three days, by the 31st of July. If you're listening live on the 29th of July or sometime thereafter, if it's before July 31st, 2022, at midnight Eastern time, you can take advantage of this once in a very long while option to get this zeolite. nano size, cleaned-up zeolite in colloidal state or suspension for five bucks and if you're listening on uk health radio in time even in united kingdom you can order this five bucks and get it shipped to you australia new zealand canada etc all of that is that an alert for something i need to be reminded of no
1: that was my phone sorry
0: okay i didn't know if i was like forgetting to do something here so pick this up and uh touchstone essentials you can actually watch and listen to the uh interview i did with eddie stone last week about this. We didn't know it was going to be extended, but it was extended because some people didn't take advantage of it. Last three days to take advantage of the $5 offer. And if if it does nothing, you don't want to stay on it, fine. But it could be the uh, difference maker to remove some of these heavy metals and persistent organic pollutants from the body in a safe, simple, and inexpensive way. Four sprays, three times a day. I'm going to take some now. Uh, 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 uh. One, two, three, four. That's It tastes like water. Beautiful, simple. And super d the link is in still in, in, in at the robert Scott bell show website
1: yeah you go to the website upper right hand corner can't miss it
0: so as i go through this uh, article from natural news on the zeolites they reference it uh and uh, let's see what does it say uh according to bell the failure rates of these alzheimer's drugs have been legendary i, I don't even know how i say these things <laughs> did i say that how do you um, like being uh, called
1: bell according to bell yes
0: the bell ding 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 yes. Uh, the host pointed out that the basic foundation of belief that Alzheimer's is due to amyloid plaque is a deliberate fraud. Uh, amyloid plaques can are aggregate. Okay, says what it is. Um, the studies were doctored and altered. Again, this is by their own research that we were revealing and talking about. And uh, I mentioned one of the comments that was actually reasonable. The rest of them were just kind of off off the rails. Bringing in Andy Wakefield, et cetera. I think there was something, there was a pullout quote that they said I said that was a little bit off. Trying to think of uh how it was said here. Um bad stuff in the body. Two decades of okay, two decades of Alzheimer's research may be based on deliberate fraud and cost millions of uh, lives. Gosh, there was some quote that they gave and they heard it wrong or in intuited it wrong. And I I don't know if it's critical, but I just remember reading that earlier and I wanted to correct it. Darn it, now that I can't find it. But again, this happens. All right, let's see. Everyone who's supposed to the industrial revolution since the industrial revolution. Uh, no- <laughs> uh,
1: the harder you look for it, the further the it. Further is. Away again, I, the, I would just let it go at this point.
0: Okay. Well, here they said he noted that there are metals that respond to mercury, selenium, and aluminum yeah. body. So that quote doesn't mean much. And I'm like, I don't understand what what the writer is saying there about it. I said that selenium can bind mercury, and I mentioned silica can bind aluminum. And that wasn't an accurate, let's say, uh, trying to reference the article. I realize these people that write the articles, they might not hear everything the way I would uh, would like them heard. But uh, anyway, it's worth uh, taking a look at that article. All right, so, shall, so now let's uh, transition to the lawsuits, if you don't mind, that are going on. Uh, Regarding uh, the mandates or the deceptions associated with giving kids these COVID jabs without parental knowledge or consent and certainly no informed consent when you're dealing with a minor, uh, except apparently with vaccines in California. Uh, Do we have a clip to show this up this mom suing the LA uh, United School District uh, who vaccinated her son in exchange for a pizza? He's like, yeah, they offer me pizza.
1: Maribel Duarte first spoke to us about her 13 year old son Moises back in December in front of Barack Obama Global Prep Academy in South Los Angeles,
0: where she says he told her he was given pizza in exchange for getting a COVID vaccination shot and told to forge his mother's name on a consent form. He's not the same anymore. He's um, lacking of you know, rest. He doesn't sleep well.
2: Duarte claims the shot reawakened her son's childhood asthma and bleeding condition. While next to her lawyer
0: today, Duarte said she's now suing the LAUSD, saying that even though she got the vaccine, she did not want it for her son. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is not an anti-vax case. This is about parental rights, about having the ability to protect your child. Yeah, they'll try and dismiss her because, oh, she's one of the anti-vaxxers. Well, apparently she got the jab. She just didn't want it for a kid it's like well if you got it then we can give it to your kid without your consent because you got it i mean is that the argument and really it was at the barack obama global school for preparation could you sue obama over this too i doubt it but i mean just a thought so think about this you send your kids in the school in california new york and dc and other areas where it's largely a leftist collectivist uh, view of children. They're owned by the state. They're controlled by the state. And I'm not saying there aren't so-called conservatives that, that fall prey to this thinking, but there you risk your child at any given day to be given medical treatment, much less hormonal drugs to alter from man to woman, boy to girl, or vice versa against any will that you might have as a parent to say, no, arguing that a child can consent. Let's see this next clip to see where the story goes. Surrounded by protesters, they spoke out against California Senate Bill 866, which would allow children 15 years and
1: older to get vaccinations without parental consent. The author is State Senator Scott Weiner of San Francisco. And of course, we always want parents to be involved in their kids' healthcare decisions. That is absolutely ideal. But unfortunately, there are uh, teenagers who are either being neglected. And then there are teenagers who have parents who are anti-vaxxers. And this has real ramifications.
0: So what, what is he arguing there? Because some parents are against the vaccine. We should be able to inject anybody we want, even though there are some parents like this parent, who apparently is for the vaccine for herself, even though it's not a vaccine, but didn't even have the option to say no for the, for her child super d did you hear that i'm just confused by the argument well because some parents are actually anti-vaxxers we've got to step in and do this is that what i heard that's wiener
1: that's wiener he's he's been behind he's he's uh he's best buddies with richard pan and he's been behind uh some of these these bills in this legislation put wiener in the
0: pan wait Wait, that's wrong. wiener in the pan.
1: Yes, Maybe there's a wiener in the pan.
0: Happened. I don't know, but that's bad. Don't put your wiener in the pan. I would think
1: but, not. But he has. So. Yeah, no. So I mean, look. Obviously, this is a an individual who doesn't like people who are vaccine hesitant or anti vaxxers and so this legislation is to basically take the rights away from parents who are not wanting to get their kids vaccinated. It's plain, plain and simple. It's the same thing that, that we saw with Richard Pan with SB 277, okay? Yeah. The, this, these laws and these, 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 these bills are designed to take the rights away from people who do not like vaccines,
2: mm-hmm.
1: period. And so, yeah, this is, this is a thing where I I, I don't see how legally they, they, can, they can pull this off, but they do. Yeah. parents should have rights but in california apparently you you don't no. well, and that I mean, is I, a scary thing this is the reason why i'm very encouraged by the fact that with the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, we saw a lot of people go to homeschooling and they haven't gone back since right or suits that are happening
0: that may in fact su- succeed actually and they course. are
1: succeeding yeah. that's the yeah. thing they are succeeding yeah, yeah. we're seeing we're seeing I, the, the most recent one was the uh, with the air force because they were getting ready to get rid of all of the uh yeah the, they put the, a halt
0: to that they couldn't they stop that.
1: They they yeah. can't kick out people that are have or have religious exe- uh, uh, objections. Yeah, and check this one out.
0: This one just came out this morning. I noticed July twenty ninth today. Uh, Liberty Council is reporting that healthcare workers have settled a COVID shot mandate for ten point three million dollars. Um, it's the first class wide lawsuit for healthcare workers over a COVID shot mandate. Uh, this class action settlement against North Shore University Health System. On behalf of more than 500 current and former healthcare workers who are unlawfully discriminated against and denied religious exemptions from the COVID shot mandate. The agreed upon settlement filed today in the federal northern district court of Illinois. Now, this should put every, let's say, uh, medical center and hospital on notice that they are going to be liable too for their discrimination. They better really get ahead of this and go, we'll hire you back. We'll give you back pay to try and pre- preclude that suit happening that's going to cost them bill- millions to billions more compared to what if they, if they did right. Because these are pure discrimination cases that are being settled because they know they're not going to win in the courts. So, yeah, you're right, Super D. Uh, and you predicted this, too. A lot of this would end up in the courts. I, I hate that we have to settle things this way, but again, that's the system at, as it stands right now.
1: Hey, you do what you got to do. Yeah. You know? the, the, the part that I think adds insult to injury on this is when you have people – I want to say it was Biden or it was it was people in the administration that uh, when there were challenges that were put up on the on the federal mandate the uh, the response this was a real thing that was that was said mm-hmm. was that uh, it may not win in the court, but by the time it ends up going to the court, we will have accomplished our objective mm. So in other words, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do something we know. ah, eh, you know what? It's probably not constitutional what we're doing. But you know what? We're going to be able to accomplish what we're trying to do by the time Mm -hmm. the court says, no, you can't do that. We'll have already done what we want to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just flagrant, right? Flagrant uh, uh, violation of the Constitution. Um, Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I mean, these lawsuits, I think they're winning more than they're losing, it seems, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing. Yeah, but I think point. you know the thing that's, that's wrong is that we, it's even having to go to court. Right, that it ever happened.
0: Of course, yes. there are a lot of economic repercussions for those who are harmed this way, much less having to go to court and try to fund that, if you will. Uh, just go back to the banana discussion for a moment. What? DJ Katie says green bananas oh. are good for you, and you can also cook them. And uh, Pat asks if, if cooked bananas help you sleep, and DJ Katie says they should. <laughs> now, I like this. Murdoch... Uh, has said to you, Super Don, that resistant starch uh, are shirts that refuse to be ironed.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. okay, that made me That's jungle. a different kind of starch. Different yeah. kind of starch. Uh, and sprouted, what is this
1: picture that that Pat put in? The, do you see this picture?
0: I'm going to scroll down till I find it. Let's see. Resistant starch. Green bananas good for diabetics. Okay, let's see. Uh, my sprouting system. Pat says. Oh, look at oh, that those are
1: sprouts.
0: Look at that. That's the one Ty Bollinger's using.
1: She got yeah, the same to, one. She got the same one? Yeah. I want to get one of those. Those look cool. Yeah.
0: Those are very cool. Look at that. Check out that. Put that full screen. We've got to see those I sprouts, know. man. Those look alive. That's awesome.
1: I can tell what those were first.
0: Yeah? Way to go,
1: It's Pat. like a yellow light, I think, is what it is. It's like a yellow light bulb type thing. You're so it's making it look something. darker than it, than it is. Yeah. But is. That is, you're right. Now that I look at that, that is that sprouting system thing.
0: Murdoch. You remember says what that was he, called? I don't. I apologize. Maybe will ask him again one. when we get him Pat, back Pat will know what it is because she have got the same one. So she yeah. can put it here. Uh, let's see. You can also supercharge your sprouts by adding colloidal minerals while they're soaking. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's what they do. All right. Very good. I love the chat room. I'm telling you, you guys are bringing it. Thank you. Uh, obviously, we don't have people in the Facebook chat room today because Facebook is, they're being turds as usual. Just the mere announcement of discussion topics they don't even want discussed. We didn't say for or against anything. We're going to, this is what we're going to talk about. Oh, no, you can't talk about that. And you know, the things they don't want you to talk about, the way we talk about them, means that they're so wrong about their views on it that they can't handle the scrutiny or discussion at any point in time. So. Well, just keep. Where'd you go?
1: Hitting the wrong button there. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah you got. you guys can always come to robertscottbell dot com in the event that we don't pop up where we're supposed to because at yeah. any given time who knows mm-hmm. you know any platform can do this to us so yeah you'll always find us here though
0: Pat what's the name of that- tr- uh, sprouting system? I know the treasury yellow, but what's the name of it That's what we want to know well you get back to us in the chat room if you don't mind
1: yeah she
0: also sprouted in dirt. Yeah, you could sprout in dirt. Of course you can. That's the way it was normally done.
1: (sighs) All right. All right. Let's talk about the Zogby poll.
0: Oh, yeah. This is uh, a Children's Health Defense is reporting this, that 15% of American adults uh, have been diagnosed with a new condition after getting the COVID jab. 15%, like, not only did they not get protection from COVID, as we know, they now have, 15% of them, other chronic conditions or new conditions of any or all kind. Uh, This is the, let's say, key highlights from the survey. 67% of respondents received one or more of the COVID jabs. Only 33% were not jabbed. Among those vaccinated, 6% one one dose, 28% two doses, 21% three doses, and 12% took four or more. So of those receiving COVID-19 jabs, 15% say they've been diagnosed by a medical practitioner with a new condition within a matter of weeks to several months after taking the jab. Yeah, that's good. They said, oh, oh first, oh, it'll prevent, prevent prevent you from getting it. You won't have to wear a mask. And none of that was true. And it doesn't even prevent it getting it again and again and again. In fact, it's destroying your immune system. And let's see, in these demographics we talked about here
1: in the study. If you scroll dem- down just a little bit more, okay. you'll see yeah. here, the follow-up question provided a list of ah. medical conditions and ask diagnosed respondents to, to select all that apply. So within weeks to months after getting the jab.
0: All right, here we go. Look at these bullet points. Twenty-one percent were diagnosed with blood clots. You don't have them and suddenly you have them? Oh, it had nothing to do with the jab. Nineteen percent had a heart attack. Think about that. One out of every five of these events are heart attacks and blood clots and make it that makes it two out of every five. That means forty percent. Eighteen percent, we go to sixty percent now. Liver damage, so 60% of all things, either blood clots, heart attack, or liver damage. Then we got more vascular things related to the pulmonary, lung clots, clots in the legs, and 15% stroke. So it's either liver damage or vascular slash pulmonary damage from the shot or after the shot diagnosed. None of those things had they listed, hey, these are potentials. 15% of you are going to be diagnosed with new conditions after the shot, and of those 15%, 80% 80% are going to be direct vascular. 20% almost are going to be liver, which is arguably related to. Who would it, who, how many of people that got the jab would have gotten it if they had been told that? Heart attack? You're like, heart attack? No, I know about heart attacks. So that's not something you want. You're telling me the risk, 15% of us that get the shot might end up with that? Blood or clots? stroke. Or strokes? <laughs> Tell me that no, there's not, a, big not deal. a lot of angry people now if they learn about this. Out. If they survive the shot thus far or shots thus far. And, you know, young people, not just, you know, the elderly, that, oh, they're going to die anyway. Not that we, we say that, but gosh darn it, this is, this is something else, isn't it? It gets worse and worse by the day. And is it any surprise that, you know, the vast majority of parents at this point, even today, are saying, no, I don't want the jab for my kids. Like that woman who is now suing the LAUSD, Unified School District. Because they traded a pizza, bribed the child, and then to the allegations are they fraudulently got him to sign, or somehow uh, forged a, his mom's signature. Mom's signature. Yeah. To get uh, the vaccine, uh, the jab. It's it's amazing what they're willing to do.
1: And right, no, he got, didn't just forge it because he wanted to get the vaccine. He was told to. Right. He was encouraged to by the teacher. All right. So among
0: those aged under 50, I want to go further into this study because this is good, this Ogby poll. 62% re- reported receiving COVID-19 jabs, 38% had not. Now let's go uh, to the, the top five new conditions. Now, we went past some of the adverse things. Um, 21% were now r- diagnosed with autoimmune conditions they did not have prior to the jab or jabs. We come back to blood clots again. Some of this is repetitive, but it's a little more broken down. 20% blood clots. This is under age 50, y'all. This is not old people like me and Superdon. 19%, almost 20% stroke and lung clots. 17% liver damage. So it really mimics the general thing, even in under 50s. And, and they talk about 15% disrupted menstrual cycle and Guillain-Barre and Bell's palsy. There's nothing pretty about any of these things, folks. And, and this is what they're dealing with. I just, how are they getting away with any of this? Complete and utter control of the media and government and mind control. It's absolute mind control. How does anybody think that there's any legitimacy by anybody from the Biden administration on this issue, from Fauci on this issue or any issue, from the WHO, from the CDC, from the FDA? They're all, for the most part, with rare exception, cheerleaders for this jab, despite the fact that it doesn't work. And worse, it causes any number of other things that are arguably worse than COVID in the vast majority of people that get whatever you believe COVID is mind control folks. It's not just for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in America, in the West, it's all over the place, 24 seven. All right. We're going to get more into the chronic diseases of kids in a moment. I do want to go through real quick, just for my own sake. I know some of these upcoming events I've mentioned before already, and there are others just for the sake of, I'm not sure I remember all of them that are going on Let's go through it. I don't know if there are any other online events either, Super D, uh, as well. So let me go. There's an Upcoming Events tab at robertscottbell.com. And this is how you you just click on that tab. It'll open it up. And you'll see, okay, so August 6th, yes, that's the Nutritional Frontiers event in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I don't know if there's standing room only tickets or not. But as far as I know, it's sold out. But you can always call them at 412-922-2566, 412 412- 922 922-2566, or go to nutritionalfrontiers.com. Dr. Tracy Strout, Dr. Judy Mikovits, Dr. Len Brankowitz, Jamie Dorley, and me. We're going to have a great time with all y'all there. Looking forward to that. Autism 1, which we mentioned with Dr. Sean Centers briefly last hour. The basic, back to basics, the foundation of autism recovery, three pillars of autism recovery in Mesa, Arizona, August 18th through the 21st. The United States Health Freedom Congress, 13th time, happening Minneapolis-St. Paul, September 23rd and 24th. Would love to see you there. If you want to support us, you, can be, you don't have to be a voting member to be there. And you'll be part of the strategy sessions as well. And it's going to be an amazing event, uh, a couple of days of intensity, but worthwhile to plug into what's happening. Back to Orlando. It's been a while. The Wellness Parenting Revolution Health and Freedom Summit and Expo, Orlando, Florida, October 7th, 8th, and 9th. Peter McCullough scheduled to be there. Uh, Doctors Terry and Stu Warner put this thing on. Looks like Ed Group might be there. Judy Mikovits will be there. A lot of our friends are going to be there. Stephanie Lucretio, awesome. Man, there's some good folks that are going to be there. Hope to see you there October 15th and 16th. And then following that, we have the Health Freedom Expo. And that's outside of Chicago, Tinley Park Convention Center, healthfreedomexpo.com, trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com. And, of course, trinityschool.org for all of their amazing classes, including the health coach program starting up here in August, early August. And you want to get in on that as soon as you can. So, again, thanks, y'all, for that support. And I want to see you at any or all of those events. And we'll have some more online events and other events. Uh, I'm waiting on one um, brochure or what we call a, a, a banner of some kind because um, the weekend after the Health Freedom Expo, I got to go back out to the Pitt- Pittsburgh area for a public, open to the public event, you know, a full-day event of education. And I'll be one of the keynotes there as well. And I'm just waiting for her to send that so we can officially announce it and get you guys that are in that, uh, was it Western Pennsylvania area? may want to participate in that, or maybe it's Eastern Ohio too, right across there. I think that's where it's all connected. If I do my East West, right, it's not Philly. No, no, it's Pittsburgh area. All right, Super D. What else did I forget to mention here? Uh, announcements or other things to support this show or support the healing that you want? Just thinking, thinking out loud. No, I'm thinking quietly now. Shh, quiet. Super non-healing I
1: want? No. We already mm-hmm. I, I think I think you're good. Okay. I think you've done well.
0: I don't want to miss anything. Now, chronic diseases.
1: Chronic in young diseases. Adults. You know, these numbers astound me when I see these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, earlier today, it w- uh, I think it was in the opening thing before we started the show. You were mm. like, "Is that all? Is that it? Yeah. Only half?" 15, but I'm, and half, I'm, I'm sitting there yeah. going, "What do you mean, only half?" Well, it, that's the headline. More you would expect half, there to but... be more than half. Yeah, at this point, half is a huge number. But so it is. It's not. I'm not happy about it. These are young U.S. adults, not yes. older adults, right? Uh,
0: but w- what have what have I been saying since I opened up the microphone in 1999? chronic diseases are on the rise and they've sacrificed these children because they're afraid of germs if you will if they want to claim that viruses or other things cause things then you go, hey take this vaccination in the meantime you only find out how many decades later with the help of dr paul thomas and brian hooker and neil miller and their published results of the analysis of uh, pediatric populations fully vaccinated partially vaccinated not vaccinated at all and you find that the incidence of chronic disease in the most fully vaccinated is just rampant and i've said if it's not the cause, I talk about the straw that breaks the camel's back or the syringe that does it. It is the thing that puts a lot of these kids and young adults over the top into that chronic disease state if they aren't impacted negatively by an acute scenario and even death. So this article in Medical Express says more than half of the young U.S. adults have chronic health condition. Yeah, it's more than half. I don't know how much more than half. Fifty-four percent with at least one chronic health issue. One in every four have more, two or more. And, and, you know, why do I have credibility in talking about the subject? Because I was one of those kids with two or more from Generation X. Chronic ailments, illnesses, things that kids should not have. I would argue that adults shouldn't have it, but you live a wrong lifestyle long enough, it'll catch up with you depending on, you know, your strengths and weaknesses. We all have differences. That's why some people could smoke their whole life and never get lung cancer. Some people can never smoke and get lung cancer. It doesn't mean that cigarettes don't contribute to lung cancer. It means it's a multifactorial uh, uh, cause of cancer. It's not one thing. It's a little everything. Any one of those things can be the thing that puts you over the top. Unhealthy lifestyles were part of the mix. Really? Duh. That would be a moment of duh, I think.
1: Did you see here they show the most prevalent conditions? Obesity, Mm -hmm. depression, and high blood pressure. Wow. Those were the top three. Yeah.
0: And, and even depression, which you think of as a, a mental or emotional issue is impacted significantly. Oh, it's high. a chemical
1: imbalance, isn't it?
0: No, I mean, let's just oh, talk wait about. wait a minute. The, Hold on. Yeah,
1: we found that out <laughs> recently, didn't we?
0: Serotonin <laughs> levels. It wasn't that. Yeah. Uh, how about considering the impact on once again, the microbiome of eating toxic fast food like I did much of my young life or being or relying upon antibiotics for every symptom of what they call an infection? How much does it destroy your body's ability to produce neurotransmitters, hormones, all the things that keep you young and healthy and vital? Now, depression can be a part of a disconnect from source. I've said this from a spiritual perspective. Everybody's got a different belief about what a creator or the creator or God or what you call it is. I'm not getting into disputes about that, just to acknowledge that if you feel disconnected from source or if you feel there is no source and you have no purpose or passion or mission in life because of that, Depression could be there. I'll also acknowledge that there are times where even I, the happy-go-lucky Robert Scott Bell, may have been a little bummed or depressed because he was chronically ill, speaking about myself in the third person from the past. You know, how often or how long can you be chronically debilitated and not find a way out of it that you don't feel a little bit bummed out about that? So living in a chronic state of disease, even if it's not an emotionally-based or depression diagnosis, can depress you. Here we come back to the use of energy and the pendulum swing between uh, anger. You're angry about something, then you
2: uh,
0: run out of that anger energy. Now you're frustrated about it. You might be angry again, after, or you might go into depression as you lose a lot of energy. And you're like, oh, I'm just so bummed out. And that just makes things worse. It adds to it. You know, I think about the emotions my wife goes through, having suffered and suffered through 10 plus years, a decade plus now, of debilitating pain. Uh, of the you know neuralgic uh, situation we've discussed and how would you avoid emotions like that or any other no i mean isn't it understandable Who wouldn't be at the same time fighting your way through it somehow you got to find that energy and i think doing all the good things that we do has certainly helped to counteract things that would be devastating to the point of, of life termination so all the good things that you do, even if they don't take you over the top of that one thing you really want more than anything else, are not worthless. They facilitate the ability to be here long enough to find the thing that can indeed put you over the top and recover you or help you to recover. Some of these are patterns of beliefs, of course, and it's not just a physical thing, but it's impacted because body, mind, spirit, they're all real. They're all connected, uh, even though the molecular reductionist, uh, atheist, uh, Western-style doctor types would not want to acknowledge that or skeptics for that matter but how do we accept this idea that we have the best healthcare system in the world we've heard that right in the west in the united states best in the world although the canadians say you guys are mean you're not socialized but i don't want it socialized why because i don't want to be mandated into the third leading cause of death in america modern medicine true in canada too they're not going to cover homeopathy and naturopathy the idea that you want third party payers is also other than extreme catastrophic interventions is a disaster in the making. And I know we've been uh, programmed to the perception that uh, uh, healthcare is unaffordable, so the only way to do it is single payer. That's a lie too, because in a true free market, you would have innovation. You would have cost reduction because the things that actually work save a ton of money over the things that don't work. And one day I'll have my friend on until I have permission to say his name uh, as a physician working with Medicare studies on savings, cost savings in Medicare. And out of all the physicians in this one particular state. That, you know, they've saved. All of them, and there are, I don't know, dozens to hundreds of these doctors that are participating in this kind of overview. How do you save Medicare money? this money that just goes out and out and you know we talk about 20% of the gdp is 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 big pharma it's it's, it's big medicine it's allopathic uh monopoly medicine and in all of that you know they found a cost savings of about a million dollars spread over all of the docs this one doctor by doing integrative therapies not relying on a drug for everything outcomes so far superior to all in all of these basically Pretty much everything except i think one where you're not doing drugs that they want you to do but you doesn't do that and he saved four million equivalent of four million dollars in one year and in a sane world with medicare on the verge of bankruptcy this guy would be looked at and said hey can we hire you to teach all the doctors to do what you do that's not the same world we live in because all of those folks that are receiving those moneyed payments, whether they be pharmaceutical companies, whether they be medical device companies that are contributing to a waste of so much money, millions of dollars, and not getting the outcome that he's getting. Oh, they would be very upset. In fact, they would do anything to squash a doctor that could save four million million, one one doctor in a year over the course of a hundred patients. Did I mention that over the course of 100 patients? I want you to understand that the bankruptcy of Medicare or Medicaid is not due to the high cost of specifically medicine or healing or health care, but it's because it's a monopoly. And in monopoly, there is no innovation. In fact, they stifle innovation. They go after the doctors that are saving money because those, those moneyed interests have lobbied your Congress critters and own the bureaucratic oligarchy and that which also controls Medicare and Medicaid. To make sure that they get their slice of the proverbial pie mandated into the existence. And if somebody comes up and upsets that apple pie cart, the gravy doesn't roll in because, hey, we could save so much money. And guess who loses in that equation? Mostly the pharmaceutical monopoly. Not all, but mostly. And so you say the incentive to save money is not real. It's fictitious. Oh, a little bit. Will it, oh, look, oh, that $1 million represented maybe a 10% savings. I'm like, oh, yeah, we can live with that. $4 million from one doctor of 100 patients? Uh, oh, that will bankrupt a lot of the pharmaceutical industry, won't it? Wouldn't we be all healthier if that were the case? But That's not it. Remember, the healthcare system, the healthcare crisis, I've talked about it. It's disease management, disease creation crisis. It's not healthcare. There's not health in it. There's very little care and it will bankrupt you and everybody that participates in it, including our nation in addition to everything else Biden's doing, but it was happening before Biden. I acknowledge that. All right. From there we go to, how are we doing on time? Yeah, we're good. Uh, here's an article about the germ theory. It's not directly saying it's an article about the germ theory, but it is because the headline is all germ theory, fear porn. Bacteria that causes rare tropical disease has been found in US soil.
1: A dun, rare dun, and sometimes yeah, thank oh, you. Yeah, okay.
0: there was the sound effect when I needed it. <laughs> uh, a rare and sometimes deadly bacteria, long thought to be confined to tropical climates, has been found in soil and water in the continental United States. Save us, Captain Kirk. What are we gonna do? Now I sent you a link to an article that John Rappaport just wrote. And I tweeted it out because there was a, a quote from it that I, I was so precious. It's like, this is what, ma- in my mind, makes John Rappaport the intellectual heavyweight champion of the world, the critical thinking champion of the world. <laughs> John Rappaport. Let me see if I can scroll up and find it. Where did it go? Is it there anymore? <coughs> I'm going to spray myself or my throat with uh, silver. I'm going to cough up. <laughs> sovereign silver action to comment down there there it is okay you found it thank you i don't know why i can't see it now and i want to find it it just disappears where i send it to you ah it's called rejecting rockefeller germ theory once and for all rejecting rockefeller germ theory once and for all this article indicates the belief that germs are the cause of disease did you did you hone in on that quote
1: yes All right. Can you read it for me? Suppression of life in order to stop a purported germ is institutionalized death. Do you like that quote as much as I do? Suppression of life in order to stop a purported germ is institutionalized death.
0: Now, he's referencing, when he Hmm. talks about suppression of life, Super D, he's referencing all of the fear that induced lockdowns and shutdowns and mask wearing and distancing and stopping enjoying one another, celebrating life, uh, dancing, all of the things that make life worth living. He's talking about that as well as the targeting of life forms with drugs. Suppression of life in order to stop a reported germ is institutionalized death. So what are public health agencies have done what anthony fauci has done what the world health organization and cdc and fda and klaus anal schwab have done is to suppress life itself to support your life by suppressing your life we're going to save you by killing you we're going to save the earth because of global warming by killing you and taking you out of life all of the things we've we've been uh thematically covering recently like i said remember Those that argue for global warming or climate change and want population reduction because you're the cause of it never volunteer to take themselves out of the life chain, but they're willing to sacrifice you and your children. They're murderers in reality. I know that's harsh, but I'm going to call it like it is. The suppression of life in order to stop a purported germ is institutionalized death. They're institutionalizing death as a way of life, and that's the brilliance of John Rappaport. I wish I could come up with those quotes as often as he does, but regardless of when it happens, I don't even know when it happens. It just comes through. Sometimes I have those moments as well, but I saw that I chuckled, I smiled at the same time. It's macabre because it's true by suppressing all the things that you love about life. They're institutionalizing death and defending it by saying, well, we are preserving life by making you miserable by keeping you from living and enjoying life. We're saving your life. And then it's who says, well, is that life? Is that the life I signed on for? Is that the life worth living? And I'm not, again, advocating suicide in this case, but they're inducing suicide in young people, people that see the future and say, there is no future for me. There is no hope. it We're doomed. All of that's happening because of the fear of the germ. The institutionalizing of the suppression of the very life you want to lead is leading, guess what, to the death, they say, that only you can prevent if you stop living. What? I'm telling you guys, these are deranged lunatics. My apologies to the moon that are running the world or attempting to run the world. Don't let them do it. Stop supporting them every way you can. Stop it. And start finding another way to live that doesn't support them, doesn't fund them, doesn't prop them up, doesn't rely on them. Disconnect from them, not God, not creation, not the creator reconnect to the source of all healing and then watch them wither away and die on their vines. Not because you had to kill them, that you had to shoot them. You had to take a pitchfork. You did not have to do any. You simply stop their energy supply, which is you inadvertently or purposefully propping them up by giving them attention, paying them attention. That energy flows to them by paying them money. By supporting and propping up the insurance schemes that get them paid. By volunteering in a system that enslaves and captures you and pretends that you have no escape clause. For if you do, we will take away your life, liberty, and property. Folks, these are existential threats, really, but we have been drawn along for generations in believing that life was whatever they said it was. And then they came after your ability to worship at church or synagogue or temple. And then some of you went, wait a second, wait a second. Yet those people, you people, me people, (laughs) back in the day, believe that germs cause disease. So any prevention of those germs will be great. And if they have to shut us down, lock us down to protect us, all right. More power to them. No, of course, that power they take from you because you believe their lies. You never went beyond Pasteur's thievery of Béchamp and Bernard. And you believe that the germs cause disease as opposed to being the supportive life Saving and healing factors in many functions within the physical body that we live and its impact on emotions and, and mental states, etc. So, there you go. Great quote, Super Don. Thank you for bringing that back out for me. I hope everybody will read it, support John Rappaport and his Substack as well. Well worth the time to do so. All right, let's see what other stories we got to cover today on the air bacteria that causes rare disease, by the way, if you're really concerned about it, of course, these bacteria can't, so su- can't survive in the presence of silver if you want, and it won't harm you the same way that obviously the toxic drugs do. I don't even want to go further into that. I just want to lay it out there. How about emergency preparedness? We talk about growing food, preserving food, doing things that we must do to avoid or avert a crisis. And if we can't avert the crisis, how do we manage to survive through crises? And it's not only about me or you or your household. Remember, unless you live on that proverbial island and have contact with nobody, there's going to be a time where if you didn't get to know your neighbors now, you'll have to get to know them when they're trying to steal your food because they didn't prepare either. Or you did, but they didn't. So we have to do better by communicating in our communities. Let them know, hey, there's some stuff going on. Did you notice that? Have you prepared? Are you prepared? Do you have a skill? Do you have a viable skill that could survive? The breakdown of certain things that we value, however artificial they are in our current Western style way of living, the ease with which we have oil producing energy, even though I believe there's a lot more oil to be had, the the fact is right now, those elite controllers that are dominating the Western world are destroying your ability to have access to that. What does that mean? It means your quality of life in terms of ease is changed, is altered your ability to just go out and magically buy stuff for the federal reserve notes that you get paid in is diminished no case in point super don talking about his wife going out to the grocery store getting three bags of groceries 180 bucks and it wasn't like he was spent spending it on lobster thermidor <laughs> basic necessities did did everybody's you know money come up in terms of the amount of money you were being paid in the midst of the diminishment of the value of the federal reserve note dollar? very rare unless you're janet yellen saying i ah, know the same amount of money well there might be the same amount of quote unquote federal reserve notes available to those people but those federal reserve notes ain't buying what they bought before that's inflation and they're like we don't know what's causing the inflation but we know it's transitory it'll come back down well why we're going to print more money that's the definition of inflation That they always talk about the symptom of inflation as being inflation symptom is not the disease Symptom is the inevitable outcome of putting more money in the circulation out of thin air. The value of each thing you hold is diminished. So converting, saving, it's not just food, but can you convert anything into something that will retain and have an intrinsic, if you will, value? I know there's arguments about that. People are into cryptocurrency. I'm not, I'm not going to dissuade you if you think that's the way to go too, but I like the gold, the silver, the gold backs, all the things to do as well. So prepping. Emergency preparedness, seven reasons to become a prepper in 2022. This is a natural news article. Who put this one out here? I'm just seeing if there's a known Zoe sky. Okay. They say this article may reflect the author's views. Okay, whatever. Let's look into them. Do we have an easy one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bullet here? Don? Not so easy, but I think it's in bold. Oh, it's the, it's the Bolden thing. Thank you. Yes. It's not the Michael Bolden thing. No. By the way, Bolden says he had COVID for a few days, and you and you laughed at him behind the scenes, super nice. <laughs> he, well, what Bolden was it, how? Had...
1: Oh, look, are we going to do this or are we going to talk about that? Um, it was the way that you said it. Yeah, how did I? It say was it? like, and I can't remember how what the quote was, but it was like, I got I got uh, COVID and I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. I think it was or something like yeah. that. You had no I was like, buddy, you got Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me try getting Delta. That yeah, was man. that was the bad one. But mm-hmm. not to diminish anybody's you suffering. You don't
0: care I'm about sure. Michael Bolden suffering. It but he sucks. did say, by the way, it was the greatest weight loss program he's ever been on. Rapid weight loss.
1: Yeah, it worked for me too. No. And- it did work for me too.
0: We yeah. don't want anybody to be sick, least of all Michael Bolden or Super Don. That's not the point. But yeah. dude, you went through it for weeks and weeks and weeks. I remember It took me month. yeah. I yeah. T- it took me b- better part days. of a
1: month, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was yep. brutal.
0: Absolutely brutal. So anyway, Michael okay. Bolden, feel better
1: in the meantime. Yes, as we get make better in of you. Uh, sorry. All right. So
0: let's go through some of these prep things. Anything Nice jump way out to make
1: you? me feel like a turd. Thanks a lot, Robert. No, I
0: did not. I we God, love Michael Bolden.
1: Throw me under the bus, on the air.
0: If anybody knows how much you suffered, they go, you know, Super Don, you're right. Michael Bolden should <laughs> cry. crying. Quit his crying. Uh, all
1: right. All right. So,
0: all right. Let's see. Uh, anything jump out for you? Because, you know, we've been talking oh, about come this for on. a while. It's
1: so, so seven reasons to become a prepper in 2022. Some mm-hmm. of these are fairly, fairly obvious. Number one, you're ready for unexpected emergencies. Mm-hmm. And emergencies yes, happen. So. They do. They're Look at what's now. going on in Kentucky right now. Oh, flooding, right? Right. I mean, these, yeah. this stuff happens. It just yeah. does. Uh, Number two, you're prepared for natural disasters. There you go, Kentucky. Right there. Doesn't matter if it's a hurricane or an earthquake or a flood or whatever. You know, these things happen. uh, And, you know, there are things you can do to be prepared for that. Mm -hmm. As well as man made disasters. Here they're using, uh, they say, aside from the war between Ukraine and Russia, uh, there are other things global tension, large scale cyber attacks, nuclear war. Of course, I don't know what you do to prepare for nuclear war exactly but
0: yeah well take extra selenium that's for sure and, and i guess i uh,
1: i guess too yeah yeah failing infrastructure now that's one you could be uh yeah, i mean that like what you were just talking about mm-hmm. right uh yeah. stuff happens
0: yeah how do you survive that i, I talk about economic whether you, disaster whether you consider it's a, a natural disaster or not the hurricanes and in, in yeah. south florida for instance we've seen how And that's why I'm saying prepping is not just for preppers. It should be for everybody, although some people are what we call doomsday preppers. That's next level. Uh, And, you know, I don't know that we're necessarily talking about that, because if that's the case, a lot of us are going to go, you know, I don't know if we signed on for that. We'll see. Uh, Being a prepper in times of economic hardship. That's a big part of the growing the food and preserving the food. And, you know, our ancestors canned food. Or, you know, if you didn't have freezers like we do now or or preserved foods, salted uh, meats and things, you know, that they were things that were done to prepare for times of famine. And as I go back to the biblical story of Joseph, that's thousands of years of history there. So it says here you can help others as a prepper. You and your family can be self-sufficient as a bonus. You can also help others in times of need. See, this is the thing. If you genuinely like to help people, which we do here, I know many of you do. It's not easy to do so when you're one of those in need. That's the point of you want to help me. And this is where I get so annoyed with people. Yes, I do. It happens that say, I want the government to help me. I want the government to help everybody. And it's like, how does the government honestly help you by stealing from others, by stealing from you and including your ability to do the things you know you need to do, the government's not going to do for you. So I think that part of this is, as I said, a communication process with a community that we have lost in a time of cheap and easy energy with oil we disconnected from our neighbors people live in high density neighborhoods if you will and they hardly know anybody that's not going to work well in a grid down scenario that's going to be really bad so just like we say don't wait till you're hungry to grow food don't wait till a disaster of any kind happens to finally get to know your neighbors please 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 take those steps that's just me adding into this uh this story here which leads us to the wrap-up of the show super don until we do the bonus round momentarily do we have anything scheduled for sunday at this point for our sunday radio broadcast i know no, we will pick we out at least one of the hours will be an encore of the great greatest parts of this week um
1: but yeah, we'll we do not out. so it may just be you and me
0: okay but remember pick up your pure body extra the zeolite the colloidal nano size five bucks you have a limited time offer here it's going to expire i don't think they'll extend it again July 31st, Sunday, at midnight Eastern time, the Zeolite Detox offer, five bucks to de- help detox, a month supply, four sprays three times a day. Includes free shipping to the United Kingdom, to Australia, to New Zealand, to Canada, as well as the United States and other areas of Europe,
1: likely. So,
0: I thank Sean Centers for trying his best to be on. We're sorry we couldn't get all the words out. Yeah, we'll reschedule.
1: Either. We'll get him back yeah, on. He's
0: a great guy. We'll see him at Autism One and the various events that are coming up. And uh, thank you all in the chat room. If you've made some chats that I hadn't seen in the interim, when we come back from this brief pause, then we'll see what's in the chat room as well. And uh, from there, it'll be the weekend. Hooray! Power to Heal is yours. Okay. We are up against the weekend, which is a good thing. I don't know. Do I have any plans? I, I, my honey will have to tell me there, there's been such a busy time that sometimes I don't expect to have much of a weekend. And when I get a little bit of one, it's awesome and it's fun and it'll be great. Uh, I had a, uh, as I said, a good bike ride yesterday morning, I was busy this morning with my wife and, uh, maybe I'll get out and do some, some working out additional today, but I feel really good. I just have to say, uh, the ride is, it's a whole different thing. Riding bikes. And, and, you know, I feel like, uh, from my hands, fingers to the forearm, to the arms and shoulders, you know, riding the bike. And it was a pretty intense mountain bike ride. I'm on going over rocks at a certain point. uh, 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 It was like crazy. You're just trying to, there's the shocks aren't even enough. And then of course the legs with the pedaling, it's different from the kickboxing stuff that I do in the boxing, but I feel it and I feel good. and, and, And there's a difference between a good kind of pain and a bad kind of pain. You know, you know, when you're injured or you're chronically ill, it's different than when you're pushing your body and you're like, Ooh, I'm sore, but it's a good kind of sore. Remember that athletes know what that is. And I hope that everybody can find that as you, you step up your activity levels, because surviving into the future, depends on our ability to be able to move and do things that maybe not be as easy as they once were. When we, as I said, magically food appears, what if that isn't, and we have to engage physically in the production of these things all right super d i'm in a bonus round i just started rattling off prattling off on stuff and uh, are you here yes
1: it was kind of a, a rat, rat what what'd you say prattling Pratt- off?
0: prattling on i was prattling, prattling? is that a word let's find out look it up and tell
1: me did prattling I,
0: I think prattling is a word
1: it was kind of a prattling kind of day, wasn't it?
0: It was. A lot of times I didn't know what we were going to do, and we <laughs> the did
1: The whole Sean Centers thing kind of no. kind of threw us off a little bit. Prattling.
0: Well, I oh, think the opening was an interesting opening. I don't remember what I said, but I think it was good. I had some yeah. commentary on it. I think uh, Murdoch I liked it. So if Murdoch liked it, you know it's good because he'll just rail on me if it's not good. I can't escape it. That's what Murdoch is. But he takes it. He doesn't only dish
1: it Talk out. Talk at it. length in a foolish or inconsequential way. Yeah, that's what I do. So that's what today's show was, I guess. Yes.
0: The Robert Scott Prattle Show.
1: Yes, <laughs> Prattling with Robert Scott Bill. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, let's prattle a little bit more. Uh, you mm. like baseball? I do. You do. My wife likes um, baseball too. I I just saw this on Facebook from uh, th- there's these, these two guys uh, that are DJs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They uh, they were the DJs of the rock station when uh that i listened to when i was growing up down in the bay area lamont yeah. and Tinelli, and they were on ksjo 92.3 uh and th- those those guys actually were the were the guys that inspired me to get involved in radio they're now they're now uh djs at a uh, classic rock station in san francisco okay so anyway i got to meet them and stuff and it was cool anyway so they put out a picture uh and apparently the Phillies played the Pirates recently, right? The Phillies, now where are the Phillies at? Are those those are... Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, You're two Philadelphia teams. Phillies and the Pittsburgh Pirates. So. And the score was zero to zero. Now, you know, like on the TV, when you watch this scene, you know, they've got the thing at the bottom mm-hmm. and they've got like the, the, the you know, the, the teams and it shows the score, right? Yeah. Well, apparently when they were doing this here, they, they didn't think ahead as to what it would look like if the Phillies and the Pirates had a score of zero to zero. Apparently, this is what it looks like. (laughs) Uh,
0: So those of you, if you're listening to the podcast, you see the Phillies uh, symbol, which is a P, of course, and the the Pirates symbol, which is a P, and then on the left and the right, so you have a P. In the middle, there's zero and zero. And so the score of the Phillies game is poop. Poop. (laughs) poopp 0 -0 p poop. That's really hilarious. I did not see that. Well, of course, it was only the top of the first. That's how you begin the game. with poop. That's right. But then that's again, right. you can grow a lot from poop, hopefully from animal manure and season properly. But, yes. Oh, my gosh. All right, anyway. let's see what else is in the uh, chat room. Stephen earlier I was talking about banana uh, pudding and stuff. He says, I would rather have banana cream pie than pharmaceutical pie. Oh, that's an easy choice, I think. I don't think I was arguing for pharmaceutical pie, but uh, DJ Katie likes uh, coconut ice cream with cocoa or blueberries on top by the way i've been going out i haven't taken more pictures of this but every day the blackberries are getting ripe and i'm like i was going to collect some blackberries to bring into the house yesterday i said honey i'm so sorry i got i got blackberries but they didn't make it past my mouth uh, they did in fact they made ah. my mouth got in the way my mouth got in the way of me bringing them in the house and i just kept eating them but it but some people don't like them because they do have that the larger like little seeds you know and some people like if they have uh colitis issues and and uh things like that they my can't eat those are good.
1: we actually got right. some really nice ones organic ones at the uh farmer's market um, oh those are last so good, weekend man. they were awesome or but it's great before.
0: It's great yeah. because when we first moved to this area, uh, the place we had had mature gardens, including a blackberry bush that was prolific and giant blackberries. And they were so juicy and delicious. And we have raspberries, too. The raspberries are pretty small, but they're sweet. And they, but I'm just like picking them and eating them, right? Like they're wild. But they are, in a sense, sort of domesticated, but wild. So uh, lower spike on glucose fructose scale, according to DJ Katie, those berries.
1: They are good. Yeah. We ate them. Pretty, pretty quick. They didn't last very long.
0: Mm-hmm. Steven posted the, the the statement from Rappaport. Those who promote institutionalized death are essentially saying, we will prevent you from accidental death by intentionally causing your death. That's a build on uh, the Rappaport statement, which I love that. Keep that up. Share that article. Share that quote. Help people understand that. That's a big one. Suppression of life. What does that mean? Uh, let's see. Sherry says, that she's at 12 years with no insurance, no docs, no meds, not even over the counter. Nephews, 16 and 11, grandson eight, no docs, no meds. Sherry, God bless you. Love you. So awesome. We got to get you back on the show, by the way, Sherry, when we can. So stay in touch with Super Don so we make it happen. Uh, let's see what other things are happening here. Anything else? Oh,
1: is that, is that, did you hold just on, pick that? Hold on. I, I was doing okay. that so I could grab it in here.
0: Oh, I understand. No, no, no. Gay, okay. more. Good. Yeah. Super Don Farmer, Farmer Super Don,
1: fun. I love it, <laughs> dude. My uh, my garden is just like gone bonkers. It's almost scary how big yeah. the stuff is growing. But Good this is my up. this is my first uh, my first zucchini. zucchini.
0: Nice. Um, That's a cool shaped zucchini.
1: It yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? It 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 grew more like a squash than it did a zucchini. Or it's but like a,
0: it, a comma it's like a probably coma.
1: yeah are like or, like one of those little bubble windows when people are yeah. talking or something well that too yeah that's yeah cool. but yeah there's probably god there's got to be like seven or eight of them all trying to come out mm-hmm. at the same time now yeah but um I yeah love it, dude, dude i've got a tomato plant that's just like huge yeah it's just growing super tall and i'm just like it's it's almost scary you know I'm just how like, many
0: tomatoes are on it
1: hundred how big or is this well that one is taking a little bit longer okay the, which is weird right it's it's counterintuitive you would think the bigger one would have more tomatoes on it the smaller one has the most the, tomato it probably has like six of them on there now mm-hmm. six or eight yeah so it won't be long
0: all right pat says that the sprouter is called gardens alive gardens alive okay her husband cool. doug chimed in to remind her of that and thank you for that so we know pat wouldn't you like to be a prepper too
1: yes wouldn't you like Leslie's to be here? I see Leslie.
0: Yeah. Uh, be a prepper. Lori, my grandmother had over a hundred jars of homemade canned stuff in the basement when she went to a nursing home. My stupid uncle threw them all in the dumpster saying no one wants these. Well, I mean, it tells you that the generation Lori, your grandmother was in understood the importance having lived through the great depression. And you know, the denial of the quote unquote recession Uh, It's just legendary how Orwell is alive and well in the Biden administration. My gosh, you know how hard they fought to make sure that two straight, uh, you know, uh, months of uh, reduced GDP or something or whatever it is. Shrinking economy is not a recession, despite them all having said that's what the definition is. Oh, it's not the definition now. They think they can just change it by changing the words and saying it. And if a lot of people believe them, it happens. That's the power of co-creation. Let's see. Uh, what else here we got? Well, I'm just reading as we do. You can't read quietly. Super Don doesn't let me.
1: You're not supposed to be reading right now.
0: No, I'm trying to catch up with the uh, dude. This the of live
1: website's awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See if we can become a uh, like a Did, what do you call it? An affiliate? Do they have an affiliate? They've program? got
1: like a bunch of cool stuff on here. I don't see anything for that, mm-hmm. but. It really does look like like, they've got some neat stuff and uh, a lot of cool information. I just like their website. It's neat. Mm -hmm. Gardens Alive. Environmentally responsible products that work.
0: Hey, Leslie has a message for you. For me. Yeah, you were meant to garden, Super Don. And then, then she says, trim the suckers off the big plant. So it'll focus growth on tomatoes instead of growing a bigger plant. So you can actually uh do some snipping on that well you know the plant.
1: the i've got it's in the raised bed and so yeah. the raised bed is probably i don't know maybe a couple feet maybe mm-hmm. high yeah you know and then it's full of dirt and so the one plant when i stand next to it it's almost up to my head uh the 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 tomato plant mm. so yeah. I, thank you for the advice. I'm mm-hmm. a little nervous about doing it because I'd be like, you know, I, it's grown. I'm going. Like, I'm going to cut you down oh, well, yeah. now. You know? Just it's do like,
0: this. Do this. Do. Even though we don't like YouTube, just say uh, uh, trimming tomato plants, and you'll have a zillion videos on here's how to do it so you won't kill the plant.
1: That'll but be I easy. need to trim really yeah. bad because I mean beard, I, I'm I'm loving the tomato plant. It's got tons of flowers, so it's not that it's not flowering. Okay. But it's just got tons of flowers on it. They just haven't turned okay. into tomatoes there. and I believe that that plant is the grape tomatoes they're not the or the pear tomatoes excuse me okay uh, it's not like the big ones it's it's you know the, the cute little ones. ones those are awesome yeah so yeah. anyway um, the one that I need to do something with are the onions okay now if you remember yes you're bunching them and you left them bunched I just left them that way I'm yeah. just like hey let's just see what happens type thing they have gone Phew, nuts they're falling over and stuff like that so here's my question they're walla walla onions mm-hmm is it okay if I go and I just chop all the tops off of those the onion greens that are coming mm-hmm. up? Actually, two questions. See, i why? Hey, why not? I get to ask the questions now. Yes, please do. Uh, A, is it okay to trim those off? That won't hurt it, so that at least they'll, they'll be down low because they've just gone bonkers, and they're like falling over because they're long. Two, can you eat those? The, the you know the the because they smell like onions. Yeah. You know, like the greens that come up off of the you know the walla wallas. I'm gonna you know, say you, I'm gonna say you, yes.
0: I would I'm like cut them can, up like chives, but, but yeah.
1: If you break it off or, or cut it off, or it has an onion smell to it. So yeah. I don't think they're going to be poisonous s- or
0: toxic to you, no.
1: seems like, well, I'm not worried about that, but, okay. you know, it's like some things you eat, or, you know, mm-hmm. I guess people eat everything, you know, it comes out of a plant, but yeah. some things are more palatable than others, let's say. Yeah. So I'm assuming since it smells like an onion... That it mm-hmm. probably tastes like an onion too. I'm thinking you could probably chop those up. Leslie agrees sours. they're edible too yes absolutely yeah, okay all right them. cool. Uh,
0: by the way, when you have too much zucchini, if you can't give it away, my wife takes the like the shredders, right You can shred with like little tiny things and and then I, you, my honey, you'll have to remind me do you cook them first and then freeze them or you freeze them raw and then cook them because she's been putting like zucchini mixing them into like spaghetti sauces so the kids don't know they're eating oh, I hope yeah, my I've kids aren't that. listening. Yeah, I've so it's another that. way to throw some good vegetation into sauces, for instance. So my if you have daughter, a lot of zucchini.
1: Yeah. First off, I'm not going to be worried about because I know my daughter's waiting for the zucchini to be ready. Okay. That's like the thing she's been waiting on. The yeah. other thing, dude, have you ever had zoodles before? Well, so they make noodles out of zucchini. The noodles yeah. out of the zucchini. Yeah, a lot of times you'll
0: do them raw, but yeah. Have I you haven't. done
1: this yet? I haven't done it, but I've seen dude, it. Dude, you got to try it. It's like super awesome. Mm-hmm. It really is. I've had zoodles, and and I'm just like, wow you know you're it's amazing how you can cook them you have to cook them you know just right to try and, and mimic a noodle yeah because if you overcook it it's, it's done but yeah. um
0: but some people they, are doing them raw the raw food is will do that
1: they really are good they you yeah. can actually can use this as, as an alternative to noodles and it's very realistic mm-hmm. so anyway not gonna have a problem with the zucchini
0: good good i'm glad of that so let's see what else um okay remember uh we're up against the end of the month if you want to sign up and become a patron the 100th patron super don oh no no no, no 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 did it Sorry. happen
1: did it happen somebody has already claimed i'm so glad that you reminded wow, me. wow i just thought about that somebody claimed the
0: hundredth spot
1: somebody did stand by okay it
0: uh by the way my honey says she freezes it raw so she she uh takes them through the grater and little bits freezes raw and then it's easy to cook or throw into sauces they'll cook very fast the zucchinis
1: mary mary ben m-a-r-y ben b-e-n-n she is our 100th patron
0: nice congratulations mary ben and we'll welcome you hopefully to our next ama mary uh, if
1: if you're listening and if what you did was you answered the call Mm -hmm. (laughs) that i put out yesterday thank you for that Shoot me an, an email, please, at askrsb at gmail mm-hmm. um, and let me know where I can send you a uh, one of these super mush. You did not sign. It, it, it's it, it, she signed up. It was an annual membership. She did, I think, at the okay. four ninety nine level. So okay, nice. you get one. You get your choice. You can either get the super mush daily chill mm-hmm. or the super mush daily immunity and these are organic Mm -hmm. and they have mushroom extracts in them yeah the uh immunity one has turkey tail reishi Mm -hmm. and uh how do you pronounce it acerola acerola okay acerola yeah and the daily chill has the reishi the lion's mane and the ashwagandha good Um, adaptogens yeah i will because you are a number 100 i will be sending you one of these so Uh, Please shoot me an email. Let me know which one you want. Now,
0: the thing is, and I know that people don't sign up for this. I don't think so. But if you do, that's fine, too. Every month when we do our AMA, we give away so many things, thanks to some of our other generous sponsors, that you end up, in many cases, getting more back than you put in. And I'm not complaining about that. I'm grateful for it. You know, whatever we can do to to bring you on board, and, and it helps us to do what we do as well. But there are a lot of people, and you know who you are, and I'm grateful that we could do this have gotten stuff that were like, if you added up the thing, you're like, Ooh, I, if I'd have bought that, it had been more than what I did to support these guys in their show. And so I'm grateful that we can do that. Just a nice way that we can say thank you. And thank you to those that sponsor and support us. And, uh, the opportunity, we love that, that we can do that. So think about that as well. If that's going to incentivize you. Great. But thank you for helping us out any way you can. I appreciate that so much. It uh, goes a long way. It really does. It does every little bit helps. So thank you. Uh, let's see is, um, Bur- Burdock's gives send go. Did he make the 800 to get the uh, health coach started? Let's see. Yeah.
1: Let us see.
0: He's going to be going for it if he is.
1: Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> that's the wrong one. Hold on. Sorry, I was not better prepared for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just need to find the link again. Yeah. No silence. Say
0: something. No, I can't. I'm reading again. I'm reading nope, the, all the chat. No, you can't read. No
1: reading aloud. Aw. What do we got coming up next week? Go look at the calendar.
0: Oh, okay. I'm going to do that now. All right. So we don't know what's happening for oh, Sunday yeah. yet.
1: Okay, all yes. Right. He made it. He's done. He's In fact, he's over by uh, $8.
0: Yay, Murdoch. Way to go, buddy. And thank Way you to go. everybody that helped our buddy out. To do that. Now, the
1: question is, is he going to... Dude, and you know what, Luck? I just got to say, we have the most awesome community here on this show. Yeah. Because, you know, over on the right-hand side, it shows you the recent donations, you know? Yeah. And I'm scrolling down, and the two people that put him over the top, Mm -hmm. Kathy Herman and DJ Katie Organic. Ah. You know? Now I'm going to cry again. If I scroll down, you know, there's some people I don't recognize here, but Christy's there. Yay. Kevin's there. Wow, nice. Um, you know, so it's like you guys did it. You guys pulled, you know, pulled together and, and you made this happen for Murdoch. Mm-hmm. You guys uh, you guys are awesome. Yeah, Murdoch's probably going
0: to going to throw in a free Wendy's burger with every There you uh, go. You know? yeah. A, a oh, Frosty in- for everybody
1: again. who donated.
2: For, the, for those that missed <laughs> the
0: AMA last, you got to go there and watch what, what happened there. That's why another thing, the, the the stuff we get to cover together on the AMAs each month. It's a lot of fun. The community's great. It's like a big family. Like a reunion every month to see everybody so thank you thank you thank you and that's great murdoch now the question is will he cower in a corner sucking his thumb because what he heard from trinity that this is a serious program you have to work it it is but i think murdoch's up for it i just have that sense about him he's not going to run in hot so well done everyone well done all right do we have any other announcements oh next week we're going to talk about next week what do we have on the calendar uh Doctor Mary Bowden and Priscilla uh let's see Romans scheduled for Monday's show. I haven't looked into what, what we're doing on Monday, but it looks like we're chock full with two uh wonderful women.
1: Bowden or Bowden, She, I, I got the info on her um okay. just She's a, a doctor ago. of some Doctor Doctor Bowden. Let's see here completed a residency at Stanford University and is a board certified uh in, holy cow what is this what o otolaryngology what i have never seen this word before something in sleep <laughs> what the heck is this? all right i got to throw this at you i want you to pronounce this give me the link no no, no there's no link otolaryngology
0: the otolaryngology so hearing and speaking oh
1: laryngology. okay so whatever what hearing you said and speaking so As sleep I'll... medicine she specializes in airway disorders of both children and adults mm-hmm. six months before the pandemic began she started her solo practice breathe md in the heart of houston and when her patients became ill she opened her door seven days a week mm-hmm. and did something she could do to, to help do whatever she could do to help them in the last two and a half years, she has successfully kept over four thousand COVID patients out of the hospital nice. using multi-drug early treatment. She's on the advisory team of FLCCC, a member of uh, Frontline AAPS.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. We like okay. AAPS. Okay, so co-leader
1: oh, and- of the Houston chapter of the Free Market Medical Association. Oh, I can tell this is going to be good. Spoke at the defeat the at the uh, defeat the mandates rally in Washington D.C. Okay. and at the Senator Ron Johnson's Second Opinion Senate panel. Nice. She's a strong advocate for health freedom and recently started the Coalition for Health Freedom, a grassroots effort to bridge the over 1,300 like-minded organizations into okay. taking collective action. I like action.
0: her already. It's going to be awesome. And then we know. have Priscilla Romans, and it looks like she's from Graith Care, G-R-A-I-T-H Care, your independent patient advocate. Breaking down healthcare oh, barriers yeah, to I've save time that. and money. Uh, yeah. So that looks like a good one too. So we got a great Monday of powerful healing women.
1: And on That's Tuesday, I know that we've been teased. I think a twice now on this. Yeah. But Kevin we should Cor- have Cor- Kevin Is Sorbo on our one. All
0: right. All right, and then we'll have uh, likely Jamie Dorley and Joe Messino on Tuesday, the second of August. Ari, we'll
1: be back on Wednesday.
0: Wow! All right, breathing exercises, extraordinary and beyond. Yep. And then I see Friday, Sam Anthony from Your News. Oh, and that's heading into, uh, oh my gosh, it's not this weekend, but next weekend I'm heading to Pittsburgh already. Yeah. I don't don't realize how close that is. Wow. So uh, that Thursday show, the fourth, we either have to pre record eMort or do an encore, depending on what eMort's schedule is. So we need to put that out to him and see because I got to be flying out that day the fourth so again thank you all for your support direct and indirect sharing the show etc and, and bypassing the facebook censors and sharing it with your friends we appreciate that and welcome to our new patron supporters you can be 101 102, 203 we don't mind we'll welcome you in we'll have a great time and you'll get some great stuff in addition to supporting our efforts to bring this message of health freedom and healing and liberty to all who are ready for it so thank you anything else super d
1: that's it we'll be back on sunday with something
0: something go create a great something. weekend in the meantime and uh we'll, we'll sort of see you then and really see uh, god willing on monday for the show uh that we crank up our broadcast week live so
1: there you go okay
0: go get the zeolites you've got until sunday night at midnight july 31st five bucks do it and uh and let me know how it's going for you i want to hear it because we'll talk more about it next month
1: okay so until then Try and keep cool. Oh, wait a minute. This has become a thing. Let's see at the end of the show. How hot is it outside?
0: 102. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. You hardly look like you're sweating.
1: (laughs) It's 82 degrees in here now. I know that's what you set your thermostat at because you're weird, but uh, I'm going to go out to the air conditioning. So have a good weekend, guys.
0: All right. Thanks, y'all. See you soon.